This is the Troll Patrol. Live with Justin Freakin. Welcome to the Troll Patrol. Live. It's a freaking Wednesday. Here's here's what we're going to do tonight. In just a second, we're going to head over to President Joe Biden, Vice President Kamala Harris. We're going to deliver the opening remarks at the ninth summit of the Americas. What the fuck is the summit of the Americas? No clue. Have have absolutely no idea. I've been doing news since I was 22 years old. I've never even heard of the summit of the Americas. And apparently it's a pretty big flop on Biden's part. So, hey. Poor Lord, that that story is awesome, but that's freak show material. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna do that story with sparkles on Friday night. That don't fit in here with the serious news that I do on the show with the troll head as the logo. We do hard news here. I do walk a very fine line, don't I? There's a lot of bummer shit that I cover on this show. With a smiling troll head over me. With bright rainbow colored graphics. It was hard it was hard to come up with what to do for Pride because my graphics are already rainbow colored. I'm not high enough for this shit. The Summit of the Americas has not started yet. I'm looking at BBS over here. We're going to take them live. We're going to go over what went down in the elections last night. We're going to get the rundown nationally from 538. Then we're going to move and look at the San Francisco DA's race. Herbodine was recalled. LA Mayor's race is going to a runoff. Idiotic Sheriff Villeneuve. We're going to talk about a couple of idiot sheriffs tonight. One of them in Florida, by the way, Warlord. I keep calling him Villeneuve. I think his, I think his name is Villanueva. I think I'm fucking his name up. I even spelled it Villeneuve over here on my notes. We got, we got, I spelled it once Villeneuve and once Villanueva. He was caught on some uh, hidden video calling for a recall of the DA Gasson in LA County, which is odd because uh, Villanueva is a corrupt motherfucker. We're going to talk about all these scandals that he's in. Mox, Meat Cakes, Warlord, love you guys. Welcome, welcome. We're going to hear from Greg Gutfield about how uh, I, I reality won out over ideology last night in California. Whatever the fuck that means. Here's your meme for the day. Online dating is BS. It never works. This profile picture. Now you see we are waiting for them to go live over here. I'm going to I'm going to pull it up over here so I can see exactly when we go live while I run down the rest of the show. The ninth summit of the Americas we're going to hear from 
President Biden, Vice President Harris. Of course, tomorrow night, uh, we're probably going to come on 15, 20, 30 minutes early. Because right when we come on is when the House is scheduled to begin. The January 6th hearings. Should be a lot of fun. I've been invited to be on Egoplex after whenever we wrap up here. I don't I don't know how long the hearings could go. They could go after midnight, one o'clock Eastern time. I've I've seen them do it many a time. Now they may schedule it to go from eight o'clock Eastern to eleven o'clock Eastern, but they slow motherfuckers and nothing ever goes on schedule. That's what I'm saying. It could be after midnight, one o'clock. We'll still be here watching that bullshit. But what else what else have we got tonight? Going on on the old show. Let me get my notes back up. Uh, Biden had another nominee for labor fell, fell. Of course they did. There's a Supreme Court decision dealing with Border Patrol that's going to piss you off. Another horrendous decision from this conservative court. A man plotted to kill Justice Kavanaugh and the response from Republicans is really telling. We're going to hear from Mitch McConnell about how they should act immediately to uh, pass security for Supreme Court justices' homes. We are definitely doing a live January 6th hearing tomorrow. Negan who? You're right. You're right, Mox. It's not conservative. It's reactionary. That's exactly what it is. I'm like, you're right. I need to stop giving them credit and calling them by their own label. Because it's not conservative. It's reactionary. And you are going to see that all throughout tonight's uh, uh, rundown of stories about reactionaries. We're going to hear from uh, Governor... Ron DeSantis, who apparently drastically undercounted COVID deaths in the state of Florida. Surprise, surprise. I have a sheriff on video telling telling us that his job is to protect guns. His job is to protect guns. A DeSantis aide has had to register as a foreign agent. Uh, do you guys remember uh, uh, Tammy Tammy Lauren? Do you remember? Do you remember her? That's the blonde lady. She was kind of like a Candace Owens, but then she kind of faded into obscurity. Well, apparently she had a hot take, and then she got taken down and embarrassed. What up, Scrabby? Did she start out with Beck? I don't remember how she got started. Quite possibly. Tommy Laren is who I'm actually talking about. I always fuck her name up. On purpose and uh, not on purpose. We're going to watch a rap video by my friend Bryson Gray, a Christian conservative 
He's got a new rap video out for Pride Month. He was on a podcast called Truth Will Set You Free. And he, he made a few comments on his social media that I, I found intriguing. So we're going to talk about my friend Bryson Gray, who at the very start of the Troll Patrol, just a few months into the, the show, a year and a half ago, year and nine months ago, he came in here and paid me to watch his Christian rap video bashing the LGBTQ community. His, his new song is called Pride Month. So, we're going to hear from Bryson Gray tonight. Also, also, since we're on the topic of Christian rappers, a mega church leader has been jailed for child sex abuse because, of course, they have. Of course, they have. You live in sexual anarchy? We can make fun of it all the way through it. It's, it's, it's short. It's like two minutes long. So it's, 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 not, it's not that much to have to sit through. We're still waiting. We're waiting on President Joe Biden and Vice President Kamala Harris. They are at the Summit of the Americas. Uh, I don't have a description. I can't remember where it's even taking place. Oh, oh well, here's the thing, Negan. He uh, he doesn't last very long in bed because he uh, he is not in a relationship and he's been saving his seed. If I remember correctly, he told me that he hadn't masturbated in like seven years or something like that, which explains a fucking lot. Yes, Amlo refused to show up. At the Summit of the Americas, making it a complete disaster for Biden. Because he wanted Cuba, Venezuela, and um, who else wasn't represented? There was one more country. I forgot now, but it was Cuba and Venezuela were the two main ones. And the, perhaps it was Guatemala. The Biden administration said we don't uh, we don't have talks and legitimize dictatorships right before their scheduled visit to Saudi Arabia. It's the dumbest fucking thing. I can't remember how long ago this happened, but there was like two kids. Like teens that were in a shootout with the cops. We watched the video of it. And I believed I, I believe the young man died. And uh the the girl was captured. She will not take a plea deal with the cops. We're gonna we're gonna get an update on her. I did indeed cover uh Greg Lock. Yeah, he didn't get his five oh one C pulled apparently. He pulled it himself. Uh, there is there is no confirmation. He says that he pulled it himself. Other people uh, reported him to the IRS. But we don't we don't know you know what came first, the chicken or the egg. Basically, on that one, 
he made the claim that he bulled his tax exempt status, but do I put it past him to lie? Fuck no. How could the egg come first if there was not the chicken to lay the egg? A radio station in Russia was hacked. And uh, they've been playing the Ukrainian National Anthem. Oh, oh, oh. In, in New York City, we have video of just a shooting on broad daylight. The NYPD is looking for a suspect. And we're, we're still waiting on Joe Biden and Kamala Harris. That's what I... But I wanted to start off the show with their comments at the Summit of the Americas were slated to take place at 8 p.m. Eastern. I I believe they're out like San Jose. I don't remember exactly. I've got the internet right here in front of me. Why don't I fucking look it up, right? Look at what this Summit of the Americas is. We did the story last night about AMLO pulling out. United States Vice President Kamala Harris has announced the latest effort to stem migration from Central America, a $1.9 billion in private sector funding boost to job opportunities. This was hours before the first meeting of the U.S.-hosted Summit of the Americas. We're set to get underway. Progress is likely to be threatened by the announced boycott by Mexican President Andres Manuel Lopez Obrador over the exclusion of Cuba, Nicaragua, and Venezuela. Which the U.S. left off of the summit's guest list, citing human rights abuses and a lack of democracy. Who are we to talk about a lack of democracy? Beyond Mexico, none of the leaders of the so-called Northern Triangle, a region of high poverty, that includes El Salvador, Guatemala, and Honduras, were set to attend the gathering. So what, is just Canada and the U.S.? Did they invite Brazil? Did they invite fucking Brazil? In a statement, Harris's office said the new commitments will help to create tens of thousands of jobs in El Salvador, Guatemala, and Honduras. The vice President also unveiled efforts to combat gender-based violence as plans to support youth through so-called Central American Service Corps, which will be funded through U.S. aid. On Monday, White House Press Secretary Karine Jean-Pierre said that the president stood by the decision to exclude Cuba, Nicaragua, and Venezuela and said Lopez Obrador, who was set to meet with Biden later in the year, had notified the administration of his a plan prior to his public announcement. We do not believe that dictators should be invited, Jean-Pierre told reporters of the countries that were not asked to attend. Twenty-three heads of state will be represented in the summit, including Argentina, Brazil, Brazil, that's what I was wondering, but they don't have discussions with dicta- dictators that aren't friendly to their interests. 
is what they mean. Chile and Colombia. That is an increase from the 17 leaders who attended the 2018 event, which Donald Trump actually skipped. I still didn't get an answer as to where it's taking place. I'm sorry. L.A. It is in L.A. And uh, we, we still have yet to go live here on PBS. U.S. Department of State has its own feed. They have yet to go live. Oh, it's okay, Scrappy. I should Google the stuff. It'll be nice when we launch the new show with producer Dave. And I have a producer that can Google shit. Aw. Well, I am happy to let you Google stuff, Scrappy. And I'm sorry you're fighting with your landlord. They can't get the coke for the GOP orgies without inviting Columbia. At least not the good stuff. The other night, uh, I was on Echoplex Media. Uh, a, a idea for a show got thrown out. Produced by producer Dave. Me as the main host. But, you know, Dave also being the co-host. Be taking place. Uh, around 3 p.m. Eastern on Tuesday, Thursdays. And it will launch sometime between next week and six months from now. What I have for you thus far, uh, I think we also came up for a a, uh, a name for it. Warlord, you should be happy. That'll be far more in your wheelhouse. It'll be... On time over there in uh, UK land. I think I think we came up with the name Chicken Soup for the Soulless. I think that was the credit to whoever in chat came up with that. Be twice a week. Tuesdays, Thursdays. Everything just kind of fell into place, and I'm 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 into it because originally I had asked producer Dave to be the producer for the Friday Night Freak Show because of his uh, DJing commitments. Uh, he's oftentimes booked on Friday nights. He just he couldn't commit to to doing the Freak Show with me. I think it sounds amazing. I can't wait for it. Now, when we'll actually get around to to putting it all together, who knows? But we give you the promise sometime between next week and six months from now. I've been invited to join Media Winch and Producer Dave tomorrow night after we finish up with the uh, hearings for January 6th. I think they're going on early because they want to know what happened to the door. Jesus Christ! 
I mean, I always expect Biden to be late when he's speaking, but this is 20 minutes now. The effing door. They stole the podium, too. Are we going to find out what happened to the podium? We know what happened to the laptop. We, we, there was a whole arrest and everything. Old man Biden is sleeping. It is five fucking o'clock in L.A. right now. Now, the, the, the thing they could blame it on is L.A. traffic. The president was late getting there because of L.A. traffic. Only the door matters. Well, there are other matters at hand, like the fecal matters. They spread on the fucking walls. I want to know who shit on the walls of the Capitol. Who shit on the walls of the Capitol? There is indeed Senate testimony right now on guns. We're, we were going to see part of that. The roundup of the stories for today. Uh, it looks like the Washington Post is wrapped up. So they they may not be uh, still holding hearings. They may have wrapped up for the day. Not high enough for that. I'm gonna like this. Isn't enough, is it? This isn't enough. We're doing we're doing the summit of the Americas. We gotta do it America style, right? I gotta go get the bong. I'm not high enough for this shit. Overlook my frizzy hair. That's just a thing. The humidity is is off the charts now. And yeah, I didn't even get a I didn't even get a touch on the weather. We might not get to talk about it tomorrow, but like getting ready to set some records, record high temperatures in the U.S. this week. Apparently it is scorching hot in Arizona and Nevada and Southern California. Maybe that maybe that's the issue. The heat melted Biden. I don't know if they wait any longer. I'm just gonna start doing the fucking news. What the hell? Oh, there we go. There we go. Oh, goddamn time. Now more waiting, looking at an empty podium. In all honesty, this is probably a bad idea. Uh, COVID is going up in Southern California. <laughs> we, we, we've not vaccinated uh, a good portion of the Central and Latin American states. Probably going to be a mass spreader event. Just saying, but they... The, the administration is anxious to show that COVID isn't, uh, is, is over already. 
which is wild. While like the right wing is accusing them of milking it for everything they can, the the administration has meanwhile just gone on with like, well, nothing's going on here. Right wing media is like, look at these tyrants. They're trying to take your freedom from you. It is the it is the wildest goddamn thing. That's what we're gonna we're gonna talk about reality and truth and perception through throughout this edition of the Troll Patrol. I I almost did the story the other night. We have wasted wasted an astonishing amount of vaccine here in the U.S. If you guys have never heard me sneeze, you should be thankful that I muted my microphone. Would have blew it out. I I thought that I fell asleep last night without hitting this bong. But I must not have because there's really not in the, not anything in this bong. So let me cash it out here. Oh, they're getting they're getting ready to play him up on stage. Sky Comet, welcome. This is the opening ceremony to the Summit of the Americas. We're getting ready to hear from President Biden, Vice President Harris. Is that not the wildest fucking thing? People know people who have died of COVID. And they still call it a hoax. Your Excellencies, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome the what? delegation of the Summit of the Americas. I all of this is bullshit. I am definitely not high enough for this. I have got to pack this ball. Warlord in here talking about peasants praise your emperor when you literally have a queen. You literally have a queen. Your queen had this shit the other day. You won't get to say that shit to us, Warlord. Get out of here. Sounded like some Star Wars Empire shit, didn't it? It is a pleasant 70 degrees in my apartment. I'm not high enough for this shit. That's that's what what is up with it. I don't know what truth you're talking about. I I I I hit you with the truth. Your queen had that shit going on. Your queen had that shit going on. Come on. I mean, I mean, what better encapsulation of Pride Month than that gaudy ass thing? Come on. You know, you know gay men helped put that together.
video of me mocking the queen got a bunch of downvotes. Warlord, did you switch from all your different fucking sock accounts and downvote <laughs> the video of me mocking the queen? Is that what happened? I encourage you. I encourage you. Do it. Thanks for reminding me. <laughs> how, many, how many what, Scrappy? You're asking how many countries? I think it's 21. I was just looking at the story. Twenty-three. Twenty-three. Welcome. Do you know that Argentina is the home to both the highest and the lowest points of the southern hemisphere? Really? And there are 700 islands in the Bahamas. Did I, did I make a mistake watching this shit? Would, would, would we have gotten more? Because I got a whole show planned. Cool. If this goes like two hours, then like, I'm fucked. We're going to be on until midnight. Are you part of the Americas, Warlord? Do you know geography? Or is is Britain over there in the Americas? I, you probably own colonies over here still, don't you? Now that I think about it, honestly. It's giving me like Olympics vibe, but like a lot... It's a wannabe Olympics. It's almost like what they do for like the, the National Spelling Bee or some shit. Which Dominica. The British Virgin Islands. Exactly. I, I thought about that like right after I said it. Like, wow, they probably do still have colonies over here. What up, Andy? These kids are really cute. They're all speaking English, though, which is kind of, you know, weird. So clearly they're all like the kids of very wealthy people in those countries. Oh, it's cringe as fuck, Warlord. You know, Mox, uh, Britain did. Britain did pretty much. Uh, uh, to cede all its power to the U.S. post World War II, but they they do still have places where the Queen is recognized, like willingly. I didn't. I didn't realize that until like you know they've been doing this whole celebration for uh, seventy years of the crown in Britain, right? So like they've been going to all these different places where the queen is still in charge. It's, it's fucked up, and she took Andrew with her a lot. She took Prince Pedophile with her to a lot of those places. Welcome, 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 welcome to the 
And I've had a lot of weird British people trolling me on Twitter. Very odd. On behalf of all the children of Los Angeles, we welcome the leaders of the Americas to the City of Angels. I pissed off the Brits. What are you going to do about it? Thank you and welcome. Thank you to our fucking bean eaters. What are you gonna do about it? Reminding us why we are gathered. You eat beans for breakfast. For the ninth summit of the Americas. As if I'm gonna care. Not just in our hemisphere, or our countries, or our cities, but Mogs is like be our guest. Estos Angeles Nuestros Niños. I'm Mayor Eric Garcetti, and I'm so honored to say welcome, bienvenidos, bienvenu, bienvindo to my hometown, El Pueblo de Nuestra Señora, La Reina de Los Angeles de Portuncula, or as we just There's a lot of things that need to be burnt down in this country. Built by dreamers and doers. A lot of us think that Sherman didn't go far enough. Una ciudad donde todos I am totally not high enough for this shit. And although we all have lived through these past few years, some of the most difficult years we've ever lived with were the toughest challenges any of us have ever faced. This is our time. Ooh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Go after the go after the Supreme Court. To learn, to emerge strong. But then again, Mitch McConnell has his way. He'll make sure. With strength and yes, weapons from around Supreme Court justices' houses. For ourselves and for our neighbors. Uh, Sox is doing something weird over here. He's being a Kevin. Now, what are you doing, buddy? To introduce my dear friend and the leader of our Golden State, Governor Gavin Newsom. Thank you. What evening. up, Gov? I love what uh, I love what Mayor Garcetti talked about: dreamers and doers. I love to say that about not just LA but California, state of dreamers, doers. I made I made a fucking mistake carrying this bullshit. Our nation that prides itself on being on the leading and cutting edge of new ideas. You are in one of the most diverse cities, L.A., in the most diverse region. Yes, Warlord, yes. state, California. In the don't worry, guys. I got, I got all the usual. And we're proud of that. We, we don't Patrol, talk. patrol, fair. Our diversity. That's we're going to make fun of some cops. We're a universal state. We got, we got Republicans saying stupid shit. Yes, we're going to talk about San Francisco. Imagine a better place. This is the summit of the Americas where we are awaiting remarks from President Biden and Vice That's President Kamala Harris. Here momentarily, we're currently hearing from Governor Gavin Newsom. The summit of the Americas is taking place here in Los Angeles. I sit here as San Diego is lovely. I've been to San Diego. It is lovely. I enjoyed it very much. It is it is kind of in the asshole position. It just doesn't exist anywhere else but here in the state of California. That is a deep point of pride. They come into America. For me, 
to introduce to you someone who is the manifestation of the best of California values and the best of American values, our very own, the Vice President of the United States. Oh, I was, I was like, why is he saying that about Biden? Oh, yeah, Harris was indeed the senator from California. So here we go, our remarks from the Vice President. Hopefully she doesn't go longer than five or six minutes. No offense to her, but I hope Biden only goes five or six minutes and we're like, all right, we're done with this ship. Goodbye. I think the I think the kids are like waving their little flags and everything. Milk toast ass hat. <laughs> Don't forget, tomorrow night we're going to be doing the January 6th hearings, which should be a hell of a lot more eventful. Well, I know our future is bright when I look at these young leaders. Governor Gavin Newsom, thank you for that introduction. It is, of course, so good to be back in my home state of California. It would have, it would have been better if she had did, you know, uh, finally. It is my honor. The Vice President has come back. Summit of the Americas. And of course, we are here together with world leaders, local elected officials, including our host city mayor, Garcetti, business and civil society leaders, and of course... Here's a, okay, I don't mind Harris. Uh, she shouldn't be Vice President. She should have stayed in the Senate. Yeah, fuck the, Well, I mean, like, they told her to say that. Like, that's the administration's position. They don't want to have to deal with it. They're like, please don't make the, please don't make it politically tenuous on us. And I am proud to call. He was actually pretty good as a senator questioning witnesses during a hearing. California is a place where is a bad politician. Become reality. And so we all gather in Los Angeles this week for the Summit of the Americas with big ambitions. Ambitions that began 28 years ago in Miami at the first ever Summit of the Americas. When our Go into Miami. Set the Western Hemisphere on a new path. A path. Bergen, thank you for the resub. And indeed, ACAB. Kamala's a cop. And it just rolls off your tongue so well, too. Kamala's a cop. For so many of us, and I will speak important for the American people. Because the Western Hemisphere directly affects the security and prosperity of the United States. Yes, she was excellent in Senate hearings. I'm going to give her her props. That's where she should have stayed. The Democrats could have used her in the Senate. I look out at this room, and I see representatives of so many different countries and communities. We are joined, of course, by heads of state, and we are joined by youth leaders 
We are joined by CEOs and we are joined by labor organizers, women entrepreneurs, activists, and advocates. So here's how I see it. To realize a more prosperous future for our hemisphere, partnerships between those assembled here are essential. It is in this spirit that I have focused on bringing companies and organizations together to collaborate and coordinate. I don't, I don't think getting pushed out is the concern. And to galvanize billions of dollars in new investments. The challenges facing our hemisphere. I think I think presidents really do get their way, pretty much. Are significant. You know, they they pick who they surround themselves with. Yeah, food. They have influence, but I think the presidents have a lot more power. Trump has convinced me that the presidents have way more power than I ever thought they did. When I think about these challenges, and that's and that's like and having seen the relationship between Cheney and Bush. And how Bush feels like he's got he got played by Cheney now, which is why President and like you know they were they were at odds with each other at the end of the administration. For all it was because Bush had all the fucking power, so Cheney had to manipulate the office. They and they were at odds with each other, you know, after the election. And to build new partnerships. So let us enjoy this evening, and also commit ourselves to taking advantage. Of this time, and that was why it was so important to stick Biden in the in the office, so nothing fundamentally changes. It's just a rubber stamp on business as usual for corporate America, so they can suck the last little bit of fucking meat off the off the bone. That's all it is. Let me let me let me turn that music down a little bit. That was harsh. I, it, well, I mean, Scrabby, I'm just, you can't just vote. It's not about just voting, but voting has to be done. And it's, it, 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 it doesn't happen overnight. Lego Pizza Man. Welcome. Thank you for being a freaking follower. We are watching the Summit of the Americas. Vice President Harris just spoke. We kind of shit all over and didn't really listen to what she had to say. Biden's up next. I, I have I have been on 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 board with Katie Porter should be the one to primary Joe Biden. I think she is like the least of like all the attacks that they can level at the other Democrats who might be able to step into that position. Uh, Democrats who might not have a a suburban white person appeal. You can't level at Katie Porter. Yeah, we're going to talk about the election here in just a second. We're going to get caught up on all the shit that happened in yesterday's election. We're going to read from 538.com. Then we're going to talk about the mayor's race and the San Francisco district attorney's race. Exactly, Merkin. Katie Porter confuses the id poll of the conservative machine. She is a... She is a a like a, a, a middle school librarian type, too white and too mom. Yes, but she is a she is an attack dog. 
Nothing meaningful, Lego. <laughs> What's he gonna say? Nothing fucking meaningful. I don't know. I don't know if Harris talked about the money they're going to uh, invest into Central America. It's like a private pledge of 1.7 billion. Is that what we read? Oh, we got we got so we got some showmanship going on here. I'm I'm not high enough for this shit. This is this is Biden's entrance music here. Well, Lego Pizza Man, this is a news show. That's kind of what I do. I know I know you wouldn't know that from the graphics and the name and everything. But I do the daily news, but I also make fun of everything. I get really high. We mock right wingers. I thought we did news. Do we not do news? It is encouraged that you drop as many f bombs as you would as you would like. Fucking a content warning, fuckers. Just in case, just in case anybody might be offended by the use of the f word around here. Yeah, there is it. Like a, the, I've tried to let up on the auto mod, but I'm, it's just there to really catch like Nazi phrases and shit. I, I new age salsa. Jesus Christ on a motherfucking cracker with goat's cheese. Actually, I love goat's cheese. You drizzle a fucking honey on that shit. Throw you some tomatoes on it. I fucking love goat's cheese. So Jesus Christ on a cracker with goat's cheese sounds like a fantastic brunch accoutrement. Oh, you've never had goat's cheese? Oh my God. Uh, I recommend some uh, goat's cheese on top of a pizza. Get you some goat cheese on a fucking pizza. It's amazing. Goat cheese with, with tomato. That's one of my favorite things. I make a I make a sandwich with chicken I've baked in, in Caesar dressing. And I throw some tomatoes and some goat cheese on that. Oh my god. I'm sorry. I'm glad I watched this. Like, sorry, guys. If this ended up not being your. They, they. Uh, it's not a surprise, Merkin. They've actually. They are making those moves. Yes, yes. They are returning to the Biden era uh, position on Cuba. Oh yeah, this is better than the Biden speech, hands down. 
Oh, those performers are amazing now. Like, what, what, what the fuck? What, why is this? Well, it, like, it was, it was a step towards ending the embargo, being able to send money back to the island, uh, uh, a normalized relation, so where flights can start flying to Cuba again. Oh yeah, still fuck fuck the American position on it. Uh, like it's it's not near enough. But like also like I'm trying to be a newsman and I want to make sure we get shit right around here. We give we give proper credit where credit is due. But yeah, it's not near not near far enough, but that's the story of the entire administration. But I, I do want to highlight the contrast. <laughs> Not more music. I'm I'm into music, you know. I enjoy live music an awful lot. I watch a hell of a lot of live music on YouTube. Also, I apologize. Like my color was really off. Like the last couple of nights, it was because when I was on with Echoplex, like Dave complained about how bright I was. Been miscolored the last couple of nights. Look like I had the jaundice going on. No Selena, ma'am. But nobody is. I shouldn't compare you to her. I, I have not touched the acinametaphen since then. It's a, it's a hell of a lot cooler than the shit I'm going to talk about. <laughs> Now, Warlord, I am pleasantly surprised by the the medley we've got. Well, you're in luck. It's on the top of the. It's on the. It's on the top of the notes. Like election shit is right off the bat. So you you get what you want. You don't have to wait around for it. This is the summit of the Americas, bitch. We're the Americas. We gotta pay attention to this. I am so not on the beat. Oh no, don't put one world on the screen. And that makes the Christians go wild. No, 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 no. 
They started, they started thinking the Satan's coming out. They want the one world government. Believe, believe me, I get the, I get the fucking NWO shit all over, all over the bit shoot, sometimes on the Twitter. If I'm somewhere where I can use some gifts, NWO for life. <laughs> apparently, apparently, uh, Dennis Rodman appeared on like ESPN and he's, he's going into the NBA Hall of Fame or some shit. And they listed his accomplishments, and one of them was he was in the NWO. <laughs> Absolutely, that should be listed as one of his accomplishments. He was in the NWO. <laughs> For life. I don't. I don't know that that's for certain though. Like I might have. I might have got a photoshopped version of something on me. You know how the internet is. Some of those are good. You can't tell. Please welcome the president of the Republic of Peru, Pedro Castillo. Oh, what the what? Oh no no. Are we gonna have to listen to like all? 23 of these fucks? No. We only care about our... Per oh, he doesn't get the big podium. Presidente de los Estados Unidos de América. Señoras y señores, jefe de Estado y de gobierno. We don't even get to see what the fucker looks like. Producer Warlord says we bouncing. Distinguidos invitados especiales. Wait, wait, wait. Is he talking about Henry Rollins? De la distinta delegaciones. Señor. did the, the automatic subtitles just fuck it completely up. Tuvo el honor de acoger la octava y última edición de la Cumbre de las Américas y de recibir... Warlord says we're bouncing. He's the producer. Gotta take him up on it. So now we, now we, now you get the boring shit. But you know what? I'm gonna put, I'm gonna put the summit of the Americas up over here. If I notice when Biden comes out, I'll give you the, I'll give you Biden from the summit of America. Or, or if they bust into another uh, jaunty swing number, we're watching that. We we might be here for a while. We might we might be enjoying some several musical interludes. I'm totally down for it. But if you're new here, I'm I'm Justin Freegan. I do the news, and for some reason, the show is called the Troll Patrol. What went down in the June seventh primaries? There's still a lot of uncalled races tonight, especially in California. This is actually 12:44 a.m. GOP primary for Montana's 1st District is incredibly close as former Secretary of the Interior and former Congressman Ryan Zinke is in a dead heat with state legislator Aldo Olszewski. I fucked his name up. Both candidates have about 40% with about half of the expected vote reporting. The winner will likely be favored over Democratic Attorney Monica Trannell 
in November. Two Republican incumbents are up against the wall in two deep red districts. Mississippi. That doesn't sound good. In the third district, Rep. Michael Guest trails Navy veteran Michael Cassidy, 48% to 47%, which would uh, precipitate a June 28th runoff if both candidates remain under 50%. Runoffs is pretty much the name of the day, seem like, in all of these primaries. The Republican primary for New Jersey's 5th District 2022 or 2020 GOP nominee and investment banker Frank Palota has a narrow lead over Marine Corps veteran Nick DiGiorgio, 50% to 46%. They're vying to take on Democratic Rep. Josh Gottheimer, who spent some money of his own to boost Palato. He sees the banker as a weaker general election opponent. The seat was made more Democratic during redistricting. So, that one probably doesn't matter then. Gottheimer is not a bad... uh, The L.A. mayor's race goes to a runoff. The votes are in. Many of the key races are set for November elections. We have a lot of races to tell you about. So let's take a look at some of the results from the primary election. We're going to start with the race for L.A. mayor. Businessman Rick Caruso and Congresswoman Karen Bass will indeed face each other in November for a runoff election. Returns this morning show Caruso with a 42 percent lead over Congresswoman Bass is 37 percent. Again, we'll continue to update those. Numbers as There's only 34 percent reporting, though. The mayoral candidates both had plenty to I say. Thought this, I thought this was a let's talk to in the last few hours. Who is post. out there uh, getting results and taking a look at all of the results for us uh, in front of the Norwalk Registrar's office. Good morning, Gigi. Nice to see you. How are things shaping up? What up, Gigi? Good morning, Michaela. Well, one thing that is uh, clear is that voter turnout was extremely low. Statewide, we're talking about 16% of all eligible voters casting a ballot in here in Los Angeles. So hopefully that favors Bass when it comes to November. Talking about the race for sheriff. Now, if this was a referendum, only about a third of the Oh, 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 yes. Let's talk about the race for sheriff. Oh, well... I had another I had another clip before talking about the race for sheriff. The the sheriff there, who I keep mispronouncing his name, Villanueva. Talking about the San Francisco DA. George Gaston, you're next. The numbers are early. It's kind of hard to figure out where it's going, but I do know that we're sitting on top. We anticipate remaining on top. But I do know that he is going to a runoff despite his many scandals. This motherfucker has the audacity to call for a recall of Gasson. When he has had multiple scandals that he's been involved in. 
Alex Villanueva, the Los Angeles County Sheriff embroiled in multiple scandals, appeared headed for a runoff election in November as early results suggest he failed to win enough votes to secure re-election. Villanueva, who has been derided by critics as the Donald Trump of L.A., is likely to face off with Robert Luna, the former police chief of Long Beach. Luna was endorsed by the L.A. Times and the L.A. Daily News editorial boards, which argued that the embattled agency needed an outsider to take over, though Luna's police department also faced controversies. Because what police department doesn't? As of late Tuesday night, Villanueva held a slight lead with 32% of the vote to Luna's 26% and 35% of the votes counted. Wow, they are slow on counting votes. Villanueva has become a favorite law enforcement figure among some far-right pundits and is known for aggressively opposing efforts to bring accountability to the department. In recent years, he has publicly lashed out at critics and the media and launched criminal investigations into the officials who have sought to reform his agency, earning him comparisons to the former president. The sheriff was a little-known lieutenant when he was elected in 2018 and became the first candidate to beat an incumbent for L.A. sheriff in more than 100 years. He was backed by Democrats and progressive groups during his campaign after pledging to reform an agency with a long history of scandal. But over the last four years, he has lost the support of Democratic groups, civil rights activists, and a wide range of L.A. County leaders who say he broke his promises and allowed officers to engage in violence and misconduct without consequence. The L.A. Uh, uh, Sheriff's Department is the largest county sheriff's office in the U.S. with thousands of officers who patrol nearly 200 Southern California towns and cities. The sheriff also oversees one of the world's largest jail systems. Former head of the department was sent to the prison in 2020 after he was convicted of obstructing a federal investigation into systematic abuse of incarcerated people in the county jail system. He's more of a piece of shit than most cops. LASD has faced growing outrage over reports of deputy gangs, which we've covered repeatedly here on this show. Clicks of officers with names like the Banditos and Executioners who allegedly have matching tattoos and promote brutality and racist policing. Despite increasing testimony from whistleblowers and L.A. County officials about the presence and threats posed by these eternal, I'm sorry, internal, Jesus, not eternal, internal groups, Villanueva has repeatedly denied their existence. County Inspector General, the top watchdog for the LASD, has identified more than 40 such groups within the department, but Villanueva has defied subpoenas. A separate controversy, a whistleblower recently claimed that Villanueva personally directed a cover-up of an incident captured on film in which jail guards knelt on the head of a handcuffed man for three minutes. Several high-profile killings by his deputies have also sparked national headlines in recent years, and families of victims have accused his department of harassing them. That's the reason why they're coming after DA's Jessa Boudin. San Francisco on Tuesday has voted to recall progressive district attorney Chesa Boudin in a heated campaign that bitterly divided Democrats over crime, 
policing, and public safety reform. Partial returns showed Boudin losing in what is expected to be a low turnout election. A secondary round of returns showed 59.9% of voters in favor of the recall. Yes, Drake, the sheriff, Villanueva. He was the one that tried to intimidate an L.A. Times reporter. John Oliver did a piece on that dude a few weeks ago. 1941 was a first-time political candidate who narrowly won office in November of 2019 as part of a national wave of progressive prosecutors who pledged to seek alternatives to incarceration, end the racist war on drugs, and hold police officers to account. Big race being watched in San Francisco and beyond. Voters choosing to recall San Francisco District Attorney Chesa Boudin. Here's a look at the results. 60% saying yes, while 40% saying no. KTVU's Amber Lee has been monitoring this race, and she joins us not live now from... Is bullshit. Hold on. Uh, Mr. Brandon is talking to us over here. You want to go back to the summit of the Americas? An ensuing economic crisis triggered by the pandemic ravaged economies throughout the hemisphere, wiping out much of the hard-earned progress we had made. 22 million more people fell into poverty in just the first year of the pandemic. Inequity continues to rise. Global inflammatory pressures are made worse. By hey, why don't you do something about that shit, motherfucker? You got the power. To make ends meet. And all these factors are contributing to vastly increased migration flows throughout our hemisphere, with too many people feeling there is no option available to them to provide for themselves and their families. These challenges affect all of us. All of our nations have a responsibility to step up and ease the pressure people are feeling today. In the months leading up to this summit, countries have made meaningful and concrete commitments to address these challenges. And the United States that is a cool emote. Well. Then a disco goat. We launched our Cities Forward Initiative, recognizing the key roles of mayors and local governments, the role they play in delivering for the people where they live. And we'll host the inaugural City Summit of the Americas in Denver in 2023. Earlier today, we announced a new America Health Corps with 15,000 public health and medical professionals being trained in the region over the next five years to help strengthen our health systems throughout the hemisphere. Man, like, if you want to know how to train people, Cuba is really fucking good at that shit. That's why they send doctors all over the fucking world when disasters strike. Oh, yeah, you left Cuba off, motherfucker. Vice President Harris will lead for our country. In a collaboration among the United States... The United States, Argentina, Brazil, Canada, Chile, and Mexico, the hemisphere's largest exporters of food to increase food production for export, as well as increase fertilizer production for transportation. Transportation. Our leaders... Did he say for transportation, transportation? ...ways to better target 
more than a half a billion dollars of the United States is devoting to increasing security for our citizens, working with partners to disrupt transnational criminal organizations, go after drug traffickers and illicit firearms. Don't go after drug traffickers. Those are good people. They risk their lives to bring us drugs, and we should appreciate them. The bills on all Jesus. done with the region and will guide our engagement going forward. We're calling it <laughs> the applause through them. Economic prosperity. And it's grounded on the same core values that my administration is bringing to our own strong economic recovery and to bolster long-term economic competitiveness in the United States. First, the American partnership will help economies grow from the bottom up and the middle out, not the top down. What's true, what's true in the United States is true in every country. Trickle-down economics does not work. Why are you still doing it then? Why are you still doing it? The poor have a ladder up, and those at the top do just fine. That's how we can increase opportunity and decrease persistent inequity. We need to break the cycle where marginalized communities are hit the hardest. Virtual run. And have the fewest resources to recover from crises prepare for the next one. Drip down. It's the same but different. Okay, okay, I get you. sure our trade is sustainable and responsible in creating... Went to Canada and smuggled Cuban cigars across the border. Oh, because Canada can import them. Okay, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. close friends and share our values, we can make sure that we are not left vulnerable to unexpected shocks while generating economic opportunity for the people in our region. No, Joe, I don't want to take shots right now. America's partnership will foster innovation and help governments deliver for their own people. People everywhere expect their government to help give them just a little bit of breathing room, provide opportunities for work that pays a decent wage, educate children so they can rise as high as their talents can take them, make communities more secure, so families feel safe in their homes. What, what have you done to do any of this shit, Joe Biden? Be respected. That means directing investment to help governments deliver on those responsibilities, including modernize, modernizing multilateral development banks to better address the challenges of the day and in the future. For example, many countries in our region... Some, some right-wingers are Mormons. ...making it harder for them to secure development lending, but they struggle with deep inequity. I'm proposing the fundamental... Mox, like, Mox has a point, the Belt and Road shit. Go watch, go watch China build a bridge across a fucking river. It's, it's, a, it's, it's like, wow, they're doing that shit? Oh, what's wrong with us? ...especially to those startup digital connectivity... Renewable energy and health. Oh, you're an ex-Mormon. The American Partnership. <laughs> I had I had an ultra uh, Christian pastor one time who was an ex-Mormon, and he always used to say like I was an ex-moron. <laughs> Good paying, high quality jobs will help speed our transition to a green economy in the future and unleash sustainable growth. 
jobs in developing and deploying clean energy, jobs in decarbonizing the economy, jobs in protecting biodiversity of our atmosphere, jobs in providing dignity of being able to feed your family, give your children a better life. I mean, yeah, Marx, yeah. That's what this is all about. But this, like, this is like about the, the U.S. like patting countries on the head. I think, right? Here at the summit of the Americas. When those basics are absent in one place, that's when people make the desperate decision to seek them elsewhere. So on Friday, we'll also bring back the dancers. Bring back the dancers. Integrating new approach to manage migration sharing responsibility across the hemisphere. The declaration represents a mutual commitment to invest in regional solutions that enhance stability, increase opportunities for safe and orderly migration through the region, and crack down on criminal and human trafficking. I mean, like, you guys protest and everything, but when we had the dancers and the music going on, that was the highest numbers of, like, like ever in my stream. all of our economies including the United States, it can be a catalyst for sustainable growth. But all unlawful migration is not acceptable. We will enforce our borders, including through innovative, coordinated action with our regional partners. We've come along. I think there might have been a fly in my, in my tea. The first summit of the Americas 28 years ago. But the spirit of Miami, as it was known, well, they had Bill Clinton playing saxophone in Miami. Can you imagine what kind of in in, in 1994 they had Bill Clinton playing a saxophone in Miami in 1994? In Miami in 1994. Can you imagine the vibe was a hell of a lot different, sir? One of the most reaches to the southern tips of Chile. We have all the tools we need right here in our own hemisphere. Our people are dynamic and innovative. Our nations are committed to working in partnership. And our regions. I bet. I bet that. I bet that summit of the Americas was fun as fuck. And enduring friendship. We see here in Los Angeles, as you heard earlier, a city that has been shaped from its earliest days and strengthened over the decades by the rich and diverse contributions from people. No, 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 by the rich. By the rich. You had it right there. Markets, the thoroughfares that crisscross the city, bring witness to the history, struggle, and indomitable spirit of the people of the Americas. This city is testament to the connections that bind us and our capacity to achieve great things together. So tonight, he looks like he's a damn hologram because of the weird background behind him. Renewed with purpose and a renewed partnership. And tomorrow. Let's get to work building the future this region deserves. Thank you all, and again, welcome, welcome, welcome. Bring back the dancers. Bring back the dancers. I want the dancers. Are we getting another musical act? Uh oh, uh oh. 
Wow. We get a newspaperist, a bicyclist, and much more. See, I was in show choir when I was in school from like fifth grade until my senior year of high school. Like I did like a lot of events and shit like this, you know. Okay, now this isn't my favorite. I mean, no offense. Like, I'm just, I'm, I'm not into it. They are into it. The band is very into it. They didn't even give him the stage. He's just down there performing in the aisle. I'm, I, I feel sorry for him. Seems Spanish. It's not bad, but like we we had like uh, these well rehearsed dance numbers and shit up on the stage. With lights and graphics, and now and now we just got a band playing in the aisle, and like I feel sorry for him. I'm not sure. I didn't. I didn't catch where they were from. They could very well be Colombian. They could be. They could be Mexican. A lot of Germans went to Latin America. Let's not get into that. <laughs> well, I mean, after after World War II, a lot of uh, Nazis fled to La Latin America to flee persecution, prosecution, persecution, and prosecution. You've got these. You've got these weird strains of white supremacy in Latin America. Argentina and Alabama. Not Argentina and Alabama. The, one, the ones that were trained in rocket science came to Alabama. 
Much of the German migration to Mexico occurred during the Weimar War. F- fucking hey, that's cool. I didn't. I didn't know Germany colonized Mexico. That that one is news to me. But we can find out while we listen to some fucking music. Oh, now, now we're up on stage. No, but I'm just scanning Wikipedia as well. So, a lot of the U.S. interfering. <laughs> a lot of the U.S. interfering. Wait, I know this song. Lean on me. They got they got give me like uh, fucking copyright popped on here for doing this shit. Oh now come on, come on. We we give props to the the are they contortionists are they ballerinas I don't where do they, what, what what profession do you get these dancers from I don't want to call them circus performers I'm sure they they train in something that tumblers. I mean, they're incredibly talented. I can't fucking do that shit. Basically, now at my age, I would break something. Not that I'm all that old, but like, I'm old enough to break something if I tried to do that shit. That one of the Backstreet Boys on the on the left. It, the unfortunate part is like they only have one, like it's like a hard camera, and it's in the back of the auditorium, and it's like we were getting the microphone audio from from the camera. <laughs> we don't have the actual audio from the stage fed into the board that we're watching the the program on, which sucks. And 
and we've only got one camera shot. Like they're not they're not like cutting to different shots and shit. So it's it's like we're watching a uh, 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 like a a a you know a, a fucking college performance or some shit. It is is not the quality of broadcast you would expect from an event where the president of multiple countries spoke. Budget Cirque du Soleil. I like it, you know. I just I want to I want to give the actual performers props. I'm just saying the way it's shot and the way we are being fed the audio definitely makes it come off as low budget. It is not the spectacle that they were hoping for, simply because of the broadcast that we were watching of it. I had the State Department. Does the State Department's feed any different? Canada has the world's longest coastline. In Mexico, se hablan 69 lenguas diferentes. Maybe I've been watching this in the in the in the wrong feed. And the United States has all of Earth's five climate zones: tropical, dry, temperate, continental, and polar. Oh shit! Oh shit! I had been watching the wrong feed. The State Department. Acclaimed Mexican singer Alex Fernandez. The State Department had the hookup over here. My sorry, my my criticism fall on PBS. Damn, damn. We've got a multicam setup. We've got badass audio. What the fuck is your deal, PBS? What the, what the fuck? I apologize for subjecting you guys to subpar musical performances at the... Now this is much better. This, this... This seems like a big deal. PBS needs a hell of a lot more money. I don't know why they did. Well, I don't know why they didn't just take the State Department's feed. Why would you not just take the State Department's feed, PBS? What the fuck is wrong with you? I don't know why why that shit won't go away. I don't know, didn't the good coke die? Like, one of them was philanthropic. The other one's just a piece of fucking evil. And I think the one that was actually philanthropic and not completely evil died. My apologies. Like, the fucking State Department fucking doing it right over here. They hired a crew. Que no hay que llegar primero. 
Pero hay que saber llegar. Well, okay, I'll, I'll give you that. There is no good coke. The slightly better coke. I mean, hold on, like, there's good coke. For those of you listening to the audio, K-O-C-H, there's good coke. You can get good coke. <laughs> yes, Mergen. I agree with Mergen. I don't want to repeat that. You know, I don't remember ever having new Coke when I was a when I was a kid. I didn't. I like. I didn't drink soda, and when I did, I liked Pepsi. So I don't remember having new Coke. I don't remember having Crystal Pepsi. Species of sea turtles inhabit the. Yeah, I'm sorry, I may stick with this. This is good shit. Costa Rica is known for its national parks. There are 28. I was ready to bail just because of the the shitty quality. We were watching, but that was that was my fault. Uh, the State Department's feed is amazing. National bird of Panama is the harpy eagle. And finally, Nicaragua. We couldn't even hear what those fucking kids were saying. Please welcome the founding director and convener of the CEDAW Committee of Trinidad. And no, no, no. I want to, I want a band. No. Oh, no. She looks cool. Oh, this is what she got to say. That's a woman's going to spit some knowledge. Mr. President, world leaders, your excellencies, ladies and gentlemen. Who the, don't call nobody in there your excellencies. Fuck off. My name is Terry Ince. I am the proud to be here representing civil society organizations from across the Americas and Trinidad and Tobago. Civil society I wonder, I want her to cook me some, some food. Distinct from government and business, and made up of groups working in the interest. Oh, that's sexist of me, isn't it? Like, I just like thought like she she's a a grandmotherly looking type. Making extraordinary. That knows some fucking badass recipes. Avenues to the realization of national. She looks like a badass woman. Don't get me wrong. And priorities. The CEDAW Committee of that was that was very wrong of me to see a woman walk on screen and be like, "Oh, make me some food." Development of women and girls grounded in the principles of non-discrimination, substantive equality, and state accountability. I, I recommend that everyone tell the Queen to fuck off. We work with all stakeholders. Did you hear me, warlord? Development, empowerment, and leadership. Signatories to the Convention for the Elimination of All Forms of Discrimination Against Women believe it is imperative of all of our governments to leverage mechanisms already in place to address ongoing issues of inequality and underrepresentation of women. I am proud to have collaborated with governments to improve laws that affect women and development and girls and women such as the 20, 2017 Marriage Act, which regularized the age of consent to marry at 18 years and effectively eliminated. 
Can we can we get that in every state in the U.S., please? Effectively eliminated early marriages, which disproportionately impacts the lives of girls. Very good. Today, 74 years since the Universal Declaration of Human Rights was adopted at the United Nations, we remain resolute in our demands for two R's. Resources, which are required to ensure women's rights are secured through advocacy, programs, and policies. And respect. Respect for us and in all... Uh, is there anyone in the, in the chat that can figure out which countries are referred to as your excellencies? a more equitable and... So I can say, fuck those countries. For more than a year, I and women across the hemisphere have engaged in national and regional consultations in preparation for this historic summit of the Americas. We are here. We're here representing civil society, women's organizations to engage, to contribute, to negotiate, to learn, to encourage, and to encourage governments to recognize the legal and binding obligations and treaties and other agreements, to leverage gender responsive recovery approach to rebuilding, which includes meaningful engagements to, by civil and women's organizations, to close outstanding wage gaps and address existing stru structural barriers that continue to, in the formal sector, while addressing the informal sector, overwhelmingly filled by women who work without sa social safety mechanisms such as health insurance or paid leave, rendering them vulnerable to any change in the economy. To emerge from this... Amen to all of that. I'm looking at you, Joe Biden, the president of the country I'm sitting in, that doesn't have any of the shit that she just talked about. The leadership and participation of women and the representation of women and the women's agenda currently underrepresented. We have achieved much in advancing women's leadership and, prom and promoting women's rights in recent years. But if nothing else, the COVID-19 pandemic has clearly demonstrated that there is still much work to be done. And in attaining the goals we have set through the commitments made, we can bring about more equitable societies that are better equipped to meet the challenges of the post-pandemic era. Adolescent girls and young women must see themselves as part of policies being developed and implemented. Nothing about us without us is a movement. We all need to pay attention. We all need to pay attention and do our utmost to be inclusive and transformative. Every citizen of every one of our countries has a significant role to play in the development issues that must be addressed in the months and years ahead governmental agencies working with civil society with a, will be a focal point in the realization of more equitable societies. Today must see us striding forward positively.
on that journey together. Thank you. She is awesome. She's a badass. I just hate the fact that Before I spent most go, of the, the time wondering if she had arms. Please welcome the Queen of Yes, per- hit me with the performance. Daughter of California. The Queen Sheila of Percussion. E. Oh shit! Sheila E. Well damn. <laughs> now, they really are pulling out all the stops here, aren't they? That may be true, Ida, but they're giving us Sheila E right now. Fucking shit. Who's giving us the Beatles? Watch me find out that somehow this song was written by Prince, too. That's not actually a Beatles song. Prince wrote that shit. God damn! Really? I don't think he could have. That's what I was what fucking the Beatles will get me pop for sure. But it's like it's different enough, maybe. I have to take it down from Twitch. YouTube, I'll just get demonetized and it'll it'll go to whoever the copyright holder is. We saw Trudeau. I'm just saying, like, to this day, I'm still finding out, like, oh my god, that was written by Prince, too? Oh, shit, she going to the drums! Fuck yeah! Break it the fuck down. Come on, right now. Everybody sing. Come together. Come on, This would have been in the side of the catalog that Michael Jackson owned, but then again, he died and Sony took it all back. Prince was goddamn amazing in every single fucking way. But I don't think he was old enough to have written Come Together. <laughs> Love is all we need. Maybe he did. Maybe he's like baby fucking Prince. Taking sheet music over to the Beatles. Who the fuck knows? Sheila E knows. That all we get? No, give us another one. Come on, come on. Yeah. I better say, you don't just bring out Sheila E for one fucking song.
Merkin, that's that's an interesting assumption there. I like fucking Paul McCartney could write you some commercial, some commercial jingles. That's what he should have been doing in his life. Like, I mean, I guess like it defines like how you define musician. Oh no, don't leave us. No, not already. As a live musician, probably yeah, because the Beatles didn't fucking really fucking perform live for that long. Sheila E is probably definitely a better live musician. Not enough. We should have got another song. What the hell? And why the Beatles? Oh, come together for the fucking... Oh, I get it. For the... The thing of the Americas. Okay, we are getting something. Sheila E just keeps throwing fucking drumsticks everywhere. I love it. This was... See, aren't you glad we came back to this? Did we miss the boy band? That, that was Selena Gomez, right? Was it was that dude in the in the Backstreet Boys? I will not be dancing tomorrow night when we do January 6th coverage. Oh, don't put don't put Harris's picture up there. Why? No, for those of you who don't know, Pitbull haunts me. Pitbull haunts me. Do not bring Mr. Worldwide out right now. I will I will fuck I will fuck shit up. I will like destroy my monitors. I will have a very visceral reaction to Pitbull showing up. And he's like a anti-vax far-right nut job motherfucker. Got the president just meeting all these people that I show me Pitbull and I will fuck all my shit up. I will I will go crazy and destroy everything. <laughs> that is the correct reaction to Pitbull. He haunts me. Everywhere I go ask Sparkles, everywhere I go, there is Pitbull. In some form. Like we'll be walking somewhere, there's a TV and Pitbull is on it. We'll be in a restaurant and Pitbull comes on on the speakers. It's the fucking craziest shit. Is it over? Was that it? I mean, ended with a bang with Sheila E. You gotta give him that. Come on, that was better than you expected it to be. No, Sheila E. showed, and it was amazing. Like, I, like... That's... 
I was questioning whether we should have watched it, but Sheila E. just fucking pulled it right out of the gutter. And that was that was a fantastic show. Thank you, Sheila E. <laughs> now, when when we last left the news that we were doing, yes, yes, see, we were we were talking about Chesa Boudin in San Francisco Recall. So now we're going to move to Fox News, and we're going to hear what Greg Gumfield. In San Francisco last night, sent. A- oh, and we get Tulsi Gabbard as well. She's gone full on Fox News host now. Jesus. Public outcry that his approach on crime was too lenient on criminals. Now, Boudin is blaming the right for his loss. Mask off, fuck it. Mask off, fuck angry. it. They're frustrated. And I want to be very clear about what happened tonight. The right wing billionaires. It was right wing billionaires. Just three to one. They ain't high enough for whatever Gutfeld's going to say. are appropriately upset. And they created an electoral dynamic where we were literally shadow boxing. Sounds like a bunch of excuses to me. The results, the people's voices were heard, and it sent a very clear message that even the most left-leaning cities are fed up. Did with she? Their- Did she, Drake? She's on Fox News now. Gascon could suffer a similar fate. He's recently been under fire for issuing a very light sentence over a teen driver's hit and run. Public safety is everything. I mean, if you if you talk to any family... Listen, listen to yourselves. These motherfuckers are talking about Gasson being recalled while not even paying attention to the sheriff with multiple fucking allegations against him of murder. Renegade cops just run amok and like... They're worried about like a, a going easy on a teen for a hit and run. Jesus Christ. These people. These people are just absurd. Family, any mom or dad or teacher, anyone in any community, regardless of the divisiveness and politics, race, religion or anything else, everyone wants to know that they can, you know, be safe, that their children will be safe going to schools, that they can walk down the street in peace and and I think that's really what this, uh, this DA is, is just completely lost. Um, I served on the Honolulu City Council years ago. Uh, my district. So your children are never going to have to face the carceral system. Also the same size population as uh, Mayor Pete's city of South Bend, Indiana. <laughs> but I was chair of the committee that was responsible for public safety, uh, police, fire, lifeguards, and understanding really... Um, this is not something theoretical. I, I thought she had a place in a, a Bernie administration in 2016. Uh, elderly, you have disabled, you have children being pushed out into busy streets just to be able to walk down the street. Those are the kinds of things that we could take action on and actually bring about a change to clear those sidewalks and make sure the community is safe. There's so many other examples. And for this DA to be so out of touch uh, is is just mind blowing to me. And and Dana, I'll, I'll start with you. You know, his his response from that clip, blaming right-wing billionaires, and I think oh. later he blamed the police. Oh. I got to say, if Jessica... Drake, 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 the dumbest person with a platform. Oh, oh, oh. I mean, Tulsi really fucking dumb, but come on. ...any policy that the previous person hadn't, that there were, um, that the people weren't really, like, that upset about the quality of life, that it's just, like, really been exaggerated by everyone. I couldn't believe this piece. And, it, again, National Public Radio, just look at listen to it this morning um one of the democrats that looks at all these things from the third way that group Mm -hmm. they said if 
Democrats on the far left do not see this as a wake-up call. They are looking at a permanent minority status. Um, the, the other thing is, is that uh, if you look at who voted for Boudin, it was very similar to I, who voted for that woman who I can't remember her name. She was running against Eric Adams, the, the yeah. much more far left progressive here in New York City. It was the Maya, Maya Wiley. In the city where she lives. She can't remember. She's a political pundit. And she can't remember the name of the person who just ran against Eric Adams. Who in San Francisco voted to recall Boudin? It's all the... All the She's probably not even the dumbest person on the panel. We're at like... Jesse Waters is on this panel. This is, this is that woman. Isn't it? Oof. Yeah, how, how do you see, like, how did it Oh, get and there's Gutfeld. Go ahead. There's, A, you only have so much shelf space. I talk about this. So it's like I'm okay with, like, tackling pronouns and talking about statues and the, the offensiveness of holiday decorations. But first, get the basic stuff down. Mm -hmm. And what happened was they replaced the basic concerns with these external nonsense. So what happened was they also replaced... That's what, that's what Fox News did with its coverage. Uh, family, uh, family. Stuff. You re you've replaced basic concerns with any kind of news coverage. Political identity. This culture war bullshit. Claim that their feelings are, that's what they chased. So I think that was, that was probably the big problem. The other thing, I don't know if there's anything more dangerous to a minority population than a white leftist mm. because they can, t they can experiment with them. They can try out things and be immune from the consequences. Yeah. So they can, like, they live in the better neighborhood, so they can say, hey, let's release the criminals. Not going to be my problem. I'm not going to be mugged, and I feel so good. I, do, I also want to say, you know what, I like this recall vote idea. Why don't they just make it, it automatic like projection every six to me. months? That way you can keep, because remember, this is a story of reality versus ideology in reality one but look how long it took three years since 2019 if you had an if you had an automated recall vote every six months they would have stopped this thing you you fuckers are wrong about everything constantly for years on end and you still get paid millions and then judge janine judge janine is on the fucking panel sole responsibility is public safety act in the way that he has, has, has got to just make your blood boil. It makes my blood boil and all the DAs that I still keep in touch with. I mean, the truth is the job of a prosecutor, an elected district attorney, is to enforce the law. It is not to worry about the defendant. That's the defense attorney's job and the judge's job. All right. But what we're seeing now, I believe and I pray that we're seeing the end of progressivism as it relates to the left. The left bought into this after George Floyd. They bought into this theory that, you know what, the criminal justice system is broken and we're going to fix it. We're going to have equal. Justice. I didn't buy into anything. I can show you the statistics. But the truth is the system wasn't broken because Derek Chauvin, who killed George Floyd, was convicted of murder. He was convicted. Of, he'll be that is called anecdotal evidence. It's taking an isolated incident and presenting it as evidence. What we've done is overall, it's, it's near impossible to even indict cops. And they're continuing to commit crimes, and it's a problem for everyone. And I, and I can sh I can show you a gazillion crooked cops. I just mentioned one earlier in the stream. On one hand, is encouraging peaceful protests, but they're not enforcing the law. And then what they're left with is an unsafe environment in front of a Supreme Court justice's house. And that's what they're doing. It's all. Oh my God! They're already talking about this bullshit. That's what they care about. This is one of many examples. I think they can take a lesson from your book and actually get out on the street mm. and go talk oh, to people. You my wow. Book wow. <laughs> you really know what it takes. <laughs>
And it's just shilling. Take a lesson. Take a lesson from Jesse Waters' book. We're gonna shill. They get in the kitchen Ugh. and they start adding things to the. This is a lucrative grift. Want to do like you have a lasagna? And they're like, well, why don't we fry it? No, you <laughs> bake a lasagna. Well, let's put some white wine. No, we're serving red wine. That's what liberals do. They came in after twenty-five what? years of low crime rates and just wanted to experiment. And just try out this new stuff that was just not commonsensical. So they come in and they say, you know what? Putting lots of people in prison, it's been working. Let's try something else. <laughs> Let's empty the prison and just not prosecute everybody. And then so all hell breaks loose. We lock up more people than any other country in the world. That includes China, which has like three times our population and is considered totalitarian. Let everybody out of prison. And then look what happens. It ends up hurting more minorities. Yes, because we just lock up people for bullshit. And that little white guilt paradise are immune from everything else. This is a big warning shot. First, it was the school board. Well, crime has reached lower levels, but like, it, like there is debate, like it was about lead. A good portion of it be, can be contributed to lead. Uh, a, a, a good portion could be contributed to uh, abortion. Without looking at the actions that are taken in addition to the words. Hi, everyone. I'm Brian Kilmeade. I want you to do me a favor. I want you to click to subscribe oh, God. to Fox News YouTube. We were debating who was the dumbest person with the platform, and several people on that panel could be in the running, but then Kilmeade pops up. You want to talk about somebody in the running for the dumbest person with a platform? Oh, shit. It was much, much higher in the 70s and 80s. Significantly higher. Biden nominee fails on the Senate floor. The Senate on Wednesday voted against President Biden's nominee for an assistant secretary post for the Labor Department with Vice President Harris in Los Angeles and unable to cast a tie-breaking vote. Wow! The upper chamber voted at 51 to 49 to deny Lisa Gomez's nomination to become assistant secretary for the Labor Department's Employee Benefits Security Administration. Senate Majority Leader uh, Charles Schumer changed his vote to no amid Harris's absence and filed a motion to allow him to bring up the nomination for another vote in the future. Well, cool. I was wondering where that other vote came from. Barely getting these fucking nominees through because the Republicans filibuster everything. It's goddamn nonsense. I alert you to a another piece of nonsense. The Supreme Court gave lawsuit immunity to Border Patrol agents violate the Constitution. Because holy fuck, that's exactly what's needed. Egbert versus Bull a severe blow to the proposition that law enforcement must obey the Constitution. And by the way, for for some reason, the courts have set a precedent that Border Patrol can operate within something like a, a, what, 100, 200, 300 mile rate. I can't remember how how big it is. This This is, oh, the 100 mile border enforcement zone. So a hundred miles within with the within the border, they can operate, which is pretty much all the major cities in the U.S. 
It is wild. They can operate with immunity from obeying the Constitution. The fuck indeed. Justice Clarence Thomas's majority opinion in Egbert versus Boyle Bull, moreover, has implications that stretch far beyond the border. Egbert guts a seminal Supreme Court precedent, Bivens versus six unknown named agents from 1971, which established that federal law enforcement officers who violate the Constitution may be individually sued and potentially be required to compensate their victims for their illegal actions. Egbert is a severe blow to the border project of police accountability, or the broader project of police accountability. While it does not target lawsuits against state law enforcement officers who violate the Constitution, it all but eliminates the public's ability to sue Border Patrol officers and possibly all federal officers who commit similar violations. In fairness, Egbert does indicate that people who believe their rights were violated by federal law enforcement may file a grievance with the law enforcement agency that employs the officer who allegedly violated the Constitution. But such grievances will be investigated by other law enforcement officers, and no court or other agency can review a law enforcement officer's decision to exonerate a fellow officer. Jesus Christ! Perhaps most importantly, Egbert most likely shuts down a civil rights plaintiff's ability to be compensated if their rights were violated. Plaintiff in Egbert alleged a very straight, uh, straightforward violation of the Fourth Amendment. Plaintiff in the case, Robert Bull, is admittedly a somewhat shady figure. Bull operates a bed and breakfast along the border between Washington State and Canada, one cheekily named the Smuggler's Inn. Though Bull has at times acted as a paid confidential informant for immigration officials, his guests sometimes use his property to illegally cross the border. According to Thomas's opinion, federal agents also have seized from the inn shipments of cocaine, methamphetamine, ecstasy, and other narcotics. Cool. He sounds like an awesome guy. Leave the motherfucker alone. Less Bull alleges that he was the victim of a fairly straightforward Fourth Amendment violation, the use of excessive force by a law enforcement officer. March of 2014, Bull welcomed a guest who had recently arrived in the United States from Turkey. The guest was lawfully present in the United States, but Federal Border Patrol agent Eric Egbert decided to confront this guest when he arrived at the Smuggler's Inn. Upon the guest's arrival, Egbert drove onto Bull's property and approached the car containing the guest. Egbert refused to leave after Bull asked him to do so. And then Bull stepped between the Border Patrol agent and his guest. Egbert then allegedly shoved Bull against the car, grabbed him, and pushed him to the ground. Bull sued, claiming that he should have been compensated for his alleged violation of his Fourth Amendment rights to be free of excessive force. These facts, as Justice Sotomayor notes in dissent, closely track the facts of the Bivens case. In that case, Sotomayor explains the plaintiff alleged that Federal Bureau of Narcotics agents unlawfully entered his apartment in New York City and used constitutionally unreasonable force to arrest him. And Bivens determined that this plaintiff could sue the officer who allegedly used excessive force. So, fuck the Supreme Court. But, hey, even like, even I will tell you, 
You don't need to take it as far as this motherfucker took it, who was apparently incredibly pissed off at Brett Kavanaugh. In the day's other news, a California man was charged with attempted murder after being arrested near the Maryland home of U.S. Supreme Court Justice Brett Kavanaugh. A criminal complaint said Nicholas Roski had a gun and a knife and threatened to kill Kavanaugh, partly over an impending abortion decision. U.S. Attorney General Merrick Garland vowed a tough response. This kind of behavior is obviously is behavior that we will not tolerate. Threats of violence and actual violence against the justices, of course, strike at the heart of our democracy, and we will do everything we can. And what about the cops in Uvalde? People who do I have an answer for that, by the way. The DOJ is looking into them. Increased round-the-clock security since a draft abortion rights opinion leaked. It indicated the court could reverse the landmark Roe versus Wade decision. Olympic champion Simone Biles and dozens of other... We were... DZ Drunk, welcome. Thank you for being a freaking follower. After the uh, alleged attack on Kavanaugh's house, Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell took to the floor of the Senate to say this. Just moments ago, the Washington Post published an extremely disturbing report. According to the report, a man in his mid-20s was stopped near the house Oh, with all due respect, DZ drunk, go fuck yourself. Weapon and burglary tools. He reportedly told police he intended to murder the justice. Reportedly, he indicated he was angry at the decision he thinks the court may reach in an upcoming case in light of the unconscionable leak from a few weeks back. So this is where we are. This is where we are, Mr. President. If these reports let me let me tell you something DZ drunk the whole reason I changed my my uh, graphics to pride and I really overdo it too for the whole fucking month is because fuck people like you <laughs> just because it triggers you it triggers you that's why I do it I'm not, I usually don't I don't give in to the trends and everything, but Pride Month, fuck yeah. And I think I think a lot of people need to learn about Pride Month by getting a brick to the fucking face. Cause that's what Pride's all about. Stonewall was a riot, Marsha P. Johnson was a trailblazer, and it's like if it's if it's a if it's a reason for me to be able to talk about those kinds of topics. Which it was, which it was. I have those videos up on YouTube. Because Marsha P. Johnson was a bad fucking ass. And her story deserves to be told. So that's that's why I enjoy Pride Month. I trigger bigots. And I get I get to talk about topics that aren't often talked about. Even even in the video piece that we watched from like the USA Today, which was a decent piece explaining Pride, it didn't actually mention Marsha, and that upset me greatly. That's that that is why I celebrate Pride Month. That's why I have the the rainbow graphics. And if you don't like it, you can go fuck yourself, bigot.
It's fun. I like triggering bigots. I've been trig I've been triggering a lot of fucking bigots on on Twitter. They just keep they just keep asking me questions. So I started linking them to my show. I'm like, "You want to ask me questions? The phone lines are wide open." Oh, they weren't open. I turned them off when we were doing the when we were doing like the uh the Americas, but fuck, the phone lines are open now. You want to call me? You do that shit. 917-830-4359, motherfuckers. Getting rowdy. Mitch McConnell, after after the supposed attack on Justice Kavanaugh's house, the alleged almost attack that was foiled, Mitch McConnell is calling for Democrats to act today to pass legislation. Today. Courts are corrupt. An assassination attempt against a sitting justice or something close to it. This is exactly, exactly the kind of event that many feared that the terrible breach of the court's rules and norms could fuel. This is exactly the kind of event that many worried the unhinged, reckless, apocalyptic rhetoric from prominent figures toward the court going back many months, and especially in recent weeks, could make more likely. The audacity of this motherfucker. Exactly why the Senate passed legislation very shortly after the leak to enhance the police protection for justices and their families. This is common sense, non-controversial legislation that passed in this chamber, in this chamber, unanimously. But House Democrats have spent weeks blocking, blocking the measure that passed here unanimously related to security for Supreme Court justices. The House's Democrats have refused to take it up. Now look, Mr. President, that needs to change, and it needs to change right now. The fuck are you talking about? You can't force the House to take something up. must pass this bill, and they need to do it today. They need to act today to protect Supreme Court justices. They need to pass it today. He is is demanding that another co-equal branch of government... Not even even another co-equal branch, a co-equal branch of their branch of government in a bicamel house. How do you do that? How do you, like, seriously, if we could power the world with the audacity of old white men. But, but when it comes to gun control, how we have fucking madmen just gunning down kids all over the country. And I go back to September 11th, because on that tragic day, the country made a clear realization. This is what, this is what, uh, fucking House, uh, Minority Whip Steve Scalise who has been shot? Who has been... They use him as an example all the time because his his shooter was a Bernie Sanders supporter. They use him as an example all the time. He has been shot. Coming out here and saying, no, this the reason why we don't need gun control is because, you know, we didn't ban planes during 9-11. And I go back to September 11th because on that tragic day... The country made a clear realization 
that dots weren't being connected. Terrorist attacks were happening, and the country didn't have the right focus on the fundamental core problems that were creating those attacks. And airplanes were used that day as the weapon to kill thousands of people and to inflict terror on our country. There wasn't a conversation. I have not flown since 9-11. Like, I've flown 10, 15 times before 9-11. I've never flown after 9-11. I don't know what it's like now. But from from the stories I hear, it ain't no fun going to the airport. When I went to the airport, like, it wasn't nothing. <laughs> just walk, just walk the fuck in. There was no security. So I don't know what this motherfucker is talking about. From what I hear now, it is very strict going to an airport. Pointlessly take off your shoes because of the shoe bomber in like 2004 or 2003. Whatever the fuck that dude happened. That might have been 2005. I don't even remember. Dude unsuccessfully had a shoe bomb. Can't take like big jars of liquid and shit on the on the plane. Like nobody even checked what was in my luggage back then. Like it was completely. This dude's old enough to remember that shit, surely. Holy fuck! He's got Jim Jordan behind him. They're covering something up. Conversation about banning airplanes. There was a conversation about connecting the dots. How can we try to figure out if there are signs we can see to stop the next attack from happening? And so, oh, hey, let me apply that. Let me apply that to uh, that that reasoning you just did to school shootings. Uh, they overwhelmingly use an AR-15. Assault weapons ban. Connect, connect, connect the dots. Connect the dots. Connect the dots. AR-15. It's the choice of the of the school shooter. Those are bringing up school shooters. Remember, kids. I don't even know where it is. Where's it up? Get up drugs. Not schools. <laughs> the DOJ is going to step in and investigate the police in Uvalde because goddamn they better. Justice Department is undertaking a critical incident review of the law enforcement response that day at the request of the Uvalde mayor. The review will be comprehensive, it will be a transparent, and it will be independent. We will be assessing what happened that day. We will be doing site visits at the school. I can tell you what happened that day. Uh, interviews of... Uh, the cops fucked up. Witnesses, families, law enforcement, government officials, school officials... Um, and we will be reviewing the resources that were made available after the at, um, in the aftermath. I know I speak for all of us, and I think I speak for everyone in the country, in saying our hearts are broken uh, by what happened in Uvalde. There is nothing uh, that we can do that can undo the pain uh, borne both by the survivors, families of the victims, and the community, uh, and the country. Uh, but the independence um, uh, and transparency and expertise of the Justice Department can go a long way toward assessing what happened in Uvalde with respect to the law enforcement response and to giving guidance for the future.
Yeah, I, I, I hope, uh, I hope you prosecute, hope you prosecute some cops, because they deserve it, because they fucked up. I can, I can show you, I can show you why the cops and Uvalde fucked up, because this is the attitude all cops have. This cop says his job is to protect guns. The fight over the right to bear arms heats up in southwest Florida tonight. Thank you for joining us. I'm Amanda Hall. And I'm Russ McCaskey. Lee County Sheriff Carmine Marcino released a video message about his duty to protect your constitutional right to own guns. Also today, some of your neighbors took to a busy street to call for gun reform. We have live team coverage for you tonight. The Night Beats' Lauren Leslie is in Collier County. But we start with Hello, the Lauren. Marcello Quadro live at the Sheriff's Office. So, Marcello, what's going on out there? Yeah, well, Russ, he posted that video earlier today on Facebook. Now, in that video, he talks about his support for the Second Amendment. Now, I spoke with the sheriff earlier today and asked him why he felt like he needed to share his message. Sheriff Carmine Marcino is taking to social media. His message, support of the Second Amendment. Unfortunately, the tragic events in Texas and other parts of the country have unleashed renewed attempts by President Biden, sleepy Joe Biden, and his extremist followers wow. advance their political agenda. I believe we can. Wow! Ladies and gentlemen and non-binary folk. I have, I have covered Sheriff Carmine Marcino in the past. This is one of the most self-absorbed, politically grandstanding motherfuckers I've ever met and or ever haven't met that I've came, came across in my life. Look at the pictures of himself. That's a picture of him. Look at, look at this shit. His Facebook does nothing but suck his own dick all day long. It is, it is, He's accusing Joe Biden of playing politics. Here are the many pictures of him standing next to Governor Ron DeSantis. We're going to get to DeSantis here in a second. At their event here today. This five hours ago. More pictures from his event with Ron DeSantis. Five hours ago, Carmine Marcino held a press conference today. Over an animal cruelty charge. Seven hours ago, Sheriff Carmine Marcino presents summer youth program. And he's got he's got his fucking ugly ass face on the flyer. This is his press conference for the animal cruelty case. Got it. Um, Dad was, you know, kinda like, all right, you're talking to me. He's hiring somebody to put graphics on the screen for him. Specifically for Facebook. Here, here he is hyping the press conference where he's going to give somebody an animal cruelty charge. Like this, this, this Facebook is outlandish. Here he was on Piers Morgan. He appeared on Piers Morgan. He was interviewed with, uh, on Fox News earlier. This motherfucker has the audacity. Who accused Joe Biden of playing politics 
and implement some changes to improve both. But it cannot be at the expense of law-abiding, responsible gun owners. Those are not the people committing crimes and mass shootings. I sat down. And I, I want to be I want to be clear right now. I think this motherfucker should be investigated. Just based on who he associates with and and the way he runs his Facebook, I think it's total projection. I think this this dude is a slime ball. I think there is hella wrong with his fucking sheriff's department, and he should be investigated to the fullest. There is something up. There is something up. Down with him Tuesday afternoon to talk about the video. He tells me he's a constitutional officer and that he has spent his whole life protecting your constitutional rights. You have the right to bear arms, but I want people to do them. I want them to train and know how to use a weapon. I want them to safeguard those weapons. Be a responsible gun owner, but it's your constitutional right to have firearms. And I, I, want, I want you to suck on my pistol. The video comes in response to the shooting in Uvalde, Texas, and the arrest of a 10-year-old child here in Lee County for texts sent threatening a mass shooting. The last thing a 10-year-old. Arrest a 10-year-old. As for those who don't agree... You did it, though! It's not my job to change their mind. It's my job to protect all people. It doesn't matter what political party you're affiliated with. It doesn't matter, no matter what you are, no matter who you are. It's my job to make sure they're safe, and I'm going to absolutely do that. I feel less safe that you're out there, sir. I think you're absolutely full of yourself. You are a grandstander. Responsible gun owners. I'm reporting live on the night beat. Marcelo Quadra, Wink News. Wink News. What kind of a name is that? Fuck you, dude. Mentioned he was with DeSantis earlier today. Several DeSantis stories. Reading an opinion piece from the Miami Herald. Governor DeSantis never gave a damn about COVID cases, deaths. A state audit confirms it. The audit of Florida COVID-19 cases and deaths outright, or it ought to enrage every Floridian who has lost a loved one to the pandemic. The deep dive into the state's COVID response confirms what medical experts, data journalists, a Department of Health whistleblower, and others who cared uh, long suspected undercounts of cases and deaths, inaccuracies, incomplete and delayed reporting, and no competent effort at contact tracing at the onset of the pandemic when we were all so vulnerable. Those are the findings of a Florida Auditor General State Report released on Monday. It's documented proof that science-denying Governor Ron DeSantis, who placed himself at the forefront of the state's COVID response, rarely sharing the stage with credible uh, medical experts, didn't give a damn. Not as long as he could use the pandemic to make a name for himself, politicizing the deadly virus and dividing Floridians while COVID didn't distinguish between political parties or care about culture wars. Sounds like another uh, Floridian that we heard about just now. Sassy Snicks, what's up? I got another DeSantis story for you. One of his top aides, and I believe, I believe this is the woman that was talking with the libs of TikTok woman. DeSantis press secretary registers as a foreign agent following a letter from the DOJ. 
Christina Pushaw, the press secretary for Republican Florida Governor Ron DeSantis, who's known for bashing reporters on Twitter, voluntarily registered as a foreign agent this week after being contacted by the Department of Justice. Oh, Sassy, you missed. We covered the we covered the Summit of the Americas, and they pulled out uh, uh, Sheila E. at the end, and it was amazing. Biden's speech sucked, but he was fucking awesome. Starting in 2018, Ms. Pushaw did volunteer work helping to advocate for Shakavili, a close ally of Ukrainian President Vladimir Zelensky, and the need for free elections and democratic institutions in Georgia, where she was living at the time. She was then paid for some of that work, totaling uh, $25,000 over two years, which covered some of her living expenses. Her efforts uh, included writing op-eds, reaching out to supporters and officials, and advocating on his behalf in Georgia and in the United States. The work ended in 2020. Ms. Pushaw was notified recently by the DOJ that her work on behalf of Mr. Sakashvili likely required FARA require a registration. Ms. Pushoff filed for that registration retroactively as soon as she was made aware. Chakov Shavili, who is currently incarcerated after returning from exile to his home country, is not mentioned on Pushaw's LinkedIn page, but she had written about her work for him on social media, according to the report. Her LinkedIn lists work for the Georgia Opposition Party, from January 2018 to November of 2020. Dr. Shavili was Georgia's president from 2004 until 2013, rising to power after leading the Bloodless Rose Revolution, ousting the country's corrupt Soviet aerial leadership. Dr. Shavili. Oh, I can't say it again. Dr. Shavili helped to make Georgia a close partner with the U.S. Wait, when it said she was living in Georgia, it didn't mean this the state, did it? And when it said she was working on behalf of Georgia, it didn't mean the state. It meant, it meant the country of Georgia. Here's a here's a real asshole for you. House GOP candidate. Here's Post claiming Uvalde and Buffalo shootings were false flag operations. Because of course he did. It wins him support with his cohort. A congressional candidate in New York, endorsed by a member of House GOP leadership, recently shared a Facebook post claiming the mass shootings in Buffalo and Uvalde were false flag operations. Carl Palladino. Carl Palladino. A Buffalo businessman. He's from Buffalo. My God. Carl Palladino, a Buffalo businessman and former candidate for governor, 
reposted a conspiracy theory-laced message by another person casting doubt on whether the shootings at a supermarket in Buffalo and an elementary school in Uvalde were real, according to screenshots of the since-deleted post from Wednesday, captured by the liberal group Media Matters by uh, Media Matters for America. Oh, can we go to Media Matters here? Uh, here is the post written by Carl Palladino. Politics of pistols, they call it gun control, but what they really mean is population control. Yep, yep, sounds familiar. Once upon a time, not that long ago, I was an outspoken advocate for gun control, which began while in grade school when one student pointed his shotgun at his girlfriend, thinking it was not loaded, and pulled the trigger. Good goddamn! Over the years, I've read numerous stories of accidental shootings by both children and adults that tear at all our hearts. Remember remember last night we read the poll that said 44% of Republicans think mass shootings are just, just something we have to deal with. Just something that happens in a free society. They have benefits no uh, no other individuals in the private sector can match, and they got to keep their benefits when they retire as a bonus to full pay. Well, I don't even know what he's talking about. Is that not an incentive to steal an election? Like, we jumped from a fucking, like, I just skipped ahead a little bit in the paragraph, and now we're talking about stealing the election. God damn. Started noticing the mass shootings tended to explode when there is a Democrat in the White House who would not hesitate to revoke the Second Amendment. Good Lord. This Oh, I can't read all this. I can't read all this. Paladino has been endorsed by Representative Elise Stefanik, who is indeed in House leadership. Republican House leadership. The number three Republican in the House. Running for the seat held by GOP Rep. Chris Jacobs, who recently announced he was ending his re-election bid after he came out in support of a federal ban on so-called assault weapons. It got, got him ousted. Yeah, speaking of Republicans and claims of voter fraud, here's Tommy Laren still sharing out some bullshit. Amy Lauren, whatever you want to call her. Tommy Laren got publicly owned by the county registrar after tweeting about voter fraud. I'm always here for her getting dunked on. Fox News contributor. Is she still a Fox News contributor? When's the last time we watched a Tommy Lahren video? A professional racist. Are we reading from the Mary Sue here? I'm, I'm, this is definitely an editorial. Posted one of her usual fact-free sh- uh, screeds on Twitter recently, claiming that she'd personally witnessed an instance of voting fraud. Lahren has been one of the MAGA mouthpieces spending the last year and a half loudly and baselessly yelling about widespread fraud. I just received my California voting card and mail-in ballot information. The only problem is I haven't lived in California in over two years and have been registered in Tennessee for over... Oh, God, she moved to Nashville. Jesus. I've been registered in Tennessee for over two years, but it's all good. Fraud is a myth. Wow. Los Angeles County Registrar clapped back. Checked and your registration is inactive due to return mail and would only be reactivated if you responded or voted, signing the oath attesting to your qualifications and residence. Please DM to confirm your data and we will process a cancellation. Thanks. 
Boom. The county registrar's office of L.A. County dunked on her. This is this is the kind of people we are dealing with here. This is a a candidate in uh uh fucking is it Arizona? Arizona U.S. Senate candidate, a U.S. Senate candidate by the name of Blake Masters held an event, and a a seventy three year old man with a Black Lives Matter shirt showed up. And look what these old fucks did to him. The old ladies are assaulting him. Remember, this is a public event for a U.S. Senate candidate. Move. You know what? I'm a retired policeman. Your conduct is, is abhorrent. I, I would hope that the cop was talking about the people that assaulted the man. But knowing the fact that we were at a Republican event, I'd say the cop was talking to the man. Yeah, we, we, we hear we hear the cop's voice in the background. 73-year-old man who showed up at a Republican event in a BLM shirt is physically attacked and assaulted by Arizona U.S. Senate candidate. By the assaulted by the candidate Blake Masters. So we're going to the Tucson Sentinel. GOP Senate candidate Blake Masters roughs up 73-year-old Democratic protester in, in Green Valley. Oh, this, this, is, this is the full video. Good job. What's that? Uh, it's a GoPro. GoPro. What does that mean? GoPro. Camera, sir. It's camera. What up, Big Lou? Was it a boat? No. I do. You pay your ten dollars. Oh, that that woman was talking about like I hope his shirt is just a joke. Dark raving. What's up? You got a free getting. How come everybody's lives don't matter? How come the unborn kids' lives don't matter? Yeah. Oh yeah, it was them. It was them getting. Yeah. And then, like, I'm going I'm to assume this is the dude that said he was a cop. Why don't you put it on yourself, you murdering damn bastard? Wow. I think he also said fully vaxxed. Yeah, you're a murderer. You're just like Biden. What? What? Children that are not born. You, you damn hypocrite! You ought to be ashamed of yourself. You need to leave, sir. You need to leave. You know, I gave him the benefit of a doubt earlier. I was like, well, there could be more to this. No, no, no. It was just them being dickwads. Well, they can do it to us. No, I'm sick of their They're the ones being aggressive towards him. I think she said I could stay. John Madden's going off the rails. 
Angie Anderson and I are in charge of this event. You are not invited to this event. You need to leave now or I am calling the police. So please leave. The handout says that anybody leave. could come. And you, you don't have to pay the $10. It does not say that at all. Right. Please leave. I'll tell you what, I'm going to pay the $10. Yeah, I asked you to leave. It's I'm too late. late at this point. It's too, it's late. too late for you to pay your $10. Too late. They called 911 on him. These are, these are snowflakes. Peter Jackson expected to ruffle some feathers when he showed up at a Republican event in Green Valley on Saturday wearing a jail Trump hat and a Black Lives Matter t-shirt. What he didn't expect was to be on the receiving end of a right hook by an upset woman, knocked to the ground by a U.S. Senate candidate. The candidate! The candidate assaulted him! And we've already we've all already seen that doesn't matter in the in the Republican Party. Forte got got elected even after he assaulted a reporter, so fuck. Tossed into a breezeway where he laid on the sidewalk, injured until deputies arrived. He also didn't expect to be the only one cited in the fra- in the fracas for trespassing and simple assault. He got charged by the cops. Of course he did. Peter Jackson is 73, a fierce Democrat, and if piles of letters to local newspapers are any indication, he isn't reluctant to share what's on his mind. After I heard about Saturday's dust-up, I went to his house in Green Valley and knocked on the door, fully expecting to be told to take a hike, but he let me in and was more than happy to talk, share his videos, and eventually trust that I'd be accurate if I ended up writing about it. Jackson isn't hard to figure out. He relished the Obama years, suffered through Trump's one term in office, and practically swoons at the idea of a Bernie Sanders presidency. Sounds like a good guy. He has never been politically involved. He says 38 years living in liberal Hawaii meant it wasn't really necessary. He saw an opportunity in Green Valley on Saturday night when he heard that more than 20 GOP candidates had signed up for a meet-and-greet kegger at Continental Shopping Plaza, it was sponsored by United Republicans of Green Valley and uh, Sarahita and held in the shopping center's conference room. Jackson doesn't see the Green Valley group as typical Republicans, insisting they and their national counterparts are dragging the country back to 1930s Germany. It doesn't occur to Jackson that a lot of people see him as fringe too, although I pointed it out more than once. <laughs> But that's the problem, is like the fringe of, of the left wants to give everybody health care. Wants to make sure education is free. Like, it's a, it's a false equivalency. Goal, when he walked into the packed room, was to bring a bit of sanity to the right wing. Because right wingers are morons. Given that the public was invited, he thought it was perfectly fine to show up. Went in hoping to be allowed to witness the event, listen to the candidates, and possibly share the video I was obviously taking. Post-event, I would like people to see that they're not rational people. They're really uh, violent people. They're people Americans should be concerned about. It wasn't the only hyper uh, hyperbole from Jackson, but we'll get back to that later. I don't. I don't think it was hyperbole. I don't think. I don't think it was hyperbole because it actually happened. They got really violent with him. All right, all right. Here's 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 the truth. Here's the treat that I have for you tonight, if you can call it that. It's not gonna be. 
Content warning is going to piss you off. We're, we're going to play a song by a Christian rapper. He he has thoughts. I want I want to I want to share his thoughts with you. This is his his post about Pride Month. Watch y'all be extra loud and in your face with everything else. Then everyone becomes something different when it comes to this one group. Group that's defiling this country. The group that's defiling this country, he says. Everyone that claims that they don't like my in-your-face approach are liars. Y'all love the approach when it's at school board meetings or at protests. Y'all just don't like it when it's against the group everyone is afraid of. The alphabet people, as if the, as if the alphabet people have power in this country. Jesus fucking Christ. So you're going to hear a song called Pride Month, which this bigot uses to make money off of his hatred for a group. It's the exact thing that Jesus preached against. He, he is a charlatan. He uses his religion to make a name for himself and make money. That is taking the Lord's name in vain. That's what it means to take the Lord's name in vain. This is uh, just just two minutes. Hopefully that's all the song actually is. But this is two minutes of the song Pride Month by Bryson Gray. His, his hoodie says, Make America Straight Again. Oof. <laughs> He's lighting a, a pride flag. This is the definition of a hypocrite. He, he talks about virtue signaling. No, fucking burning a pride flag. Is virtue signaling. Twitch.com Buster Rhymes. You don't fucking like any women. I promise you, this motherfucker is on the grinder. He be creeping. This dude wants some dick. All he talks about in his music is about how he's attacking the gay community. He wants some dick so bad. I promise you. Bryson, if you have not sucked dick yet, you need to, and you need to let out all that repression, and you will feel so much better. And then maybe you'll be successful by appealing to somebody on a a on a popular level instead of just appealing to the violent, bigoted segment of society that would vote for for people like Trump, like you. Seriously, dude. 
Let's hear what he has to say. He was on this podcast called The Truth Will Set You Free. Like last night. This is like fresh off the presses. I'm not good at the intro, so I'm going to let you do it. You're better than me. do it? <laughs> well, what I was saying before that the intro be. started is I think More evidence go... of repealing the 19th. <laughs> <laughs> no, we need to let our guests introduce themselves. We have wow. to the show. As you guys can see, uh, Russo is not with us. He's taking some time off. So we got some good guests for you today. We weren't playing with you when we said we were going to have some good guests. So you want to start first, Liddell, and introduce yourself, give your your IG handles where people can follow you, what you do, all that. I ran people off with that fucking stupid-ass video. I'm sorry, guys. I'm out of Texas, and I'm in real estate development and finance. Uh, I love talking about money and economic growth. I love talking about money. Real estate and... Oh man. All right, let's get into it. Hey, I'm not. I'm not. So he was, he was at some kind of candidate's event. And so I wanted to hear the setup. I don't even. I couldn't even hear what he was saying. So yelling something about homosexuals. That's bad when I reach down to like loosen up my belt and I don't have a belt on. So I'm like, I gotta just unbutton my pants. These he's going up there yelling about how we fall short of the Lord God. Jesus Christ. These people are crazy. I don't even have a bitch belt on. It was just my pants digging into my, my, my belly. I ain't high enough for this shit. The reason why I respect and love and appreciate that sort of Okay, I want to hear. I want to hear you explain why your dumbass stunt was something you should be proud of. They kicking him out. Kick the motherfucker out. Of course, Christ was against wealth. He said. He said it was easier for a camel to pass through the eye of a needle than a rich man to get into heaven. He, t- he told. He told another rich fuck, give everything he owned to the poor if he wanted to be perfect, and to follow him. Well, did they kick Bryson out? That's what I want to know. But, um, but I absolutely respect and appreciate that man's opinion. Absolutely. And then, you know what? I love him. And why do you call it an opinion when it's written in the scripture? Facts. And I look around like this. He said, why do they call it an opinion when they when it's written in scripture? What he says after this point is, is kind of irrelevant. <clears throat> what really... What caught my all attention of, when I got All of video. it was irrelevant. This is number one, how the audience is just chilling as he's on stage doing this. It, it was it was jarring for me. It was also very disturbing to see... It was like the Will Smith slap. Nobody knows how to react. The fuck are you talking about? Nobody knows how to react to the crazy person that's like, The wrath of God is coming for you! I commended him. Thank you. 
It's about time somebody did it. It can't just what? I've been catching flack for talking about this. I've talked about this group so many times, and I'm I'm glad that someone finally got it on camera, so that the world can see, especially the conservative movement can see. He just he sounded like a a a, a, a mad lad. Yelling about nonsense. Like I said before, it's what people didn't see, which will make that situation much more crazy. Oh, hit, hit, hit us with it, Bryson. Didn't allow an act of homosexual. I just talked about being gay for two minutes. Say he's a Christian in front of everybody. Uh, I, I, I don't believe anybody's surprised I did that. But oh, so that's what that was about. The, the dude on stage was was openly out. And still, still called himself a Christian, and this this upset Bryson because he gets to judge who gets to be a Christian, which is the exact opposite of what Jesus said to do. You stupid fuck! You don't even follow your own Bible. The 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 worst part is the before and after. So before you, you have, the first thing that came out of this man's mouth was talking about how he's a part of the Republican LGBTQ community and how they are growing and this and this and this. This, this is the first thing that came out of his mouth. He's a log cabin Republican is what that's called. So that already shows me he has pride in his sin. He loves his sin. He has no plans of changing. He's reprobate. Um, and then after all of that, he talked about being a Christian. And then when I confronted him, a lot of people need to realize I, I made him show his true colors. Y'all heard what he said. I thought I said it's an abomination. And then I told him it's in the Bible. He didn't say, no, it's not. He didn't say, oh, I should change. He said, I get abominated very often. I can tell you about the first guy. His name was Matt. Ah, you got owned. You got owned, motherfucker. On stage. They would have said, what the? And then, you know. How is that guy a Republican? Come on over here to our side, motherfucker. Oh, like I'll fucking abominate you for saying that to Bryson. Hell yeah! Romans and said we all have sin and fell short of the glory of God. But the literal next sentence says, "But through Christ we have redemption." So obviously that means to overcome that uh, that sinful nature that you that you were in. Anyway, that's the whole part of Romans. You don't know shit about fuck, dude. You don't know shit about fuck. We say that we have no sin. We are a liar. The truth is not in us. It's just simply out of context. They don't know the verse before. They don't know the verse after. It, that verse is talking about before you have Jesus Christ. Uh, Christians are just, honestly, Christians might be the, uh, as far as religions go, they might be the dumbest in the least informed. And that's coming from somebody. They really are. Christians are dumb as fuck. Christians might be the dumbest of all the religions. Yes, I will. I will agree with Bryson on that. And that's why that's why he appeals to them. That's why he makes music for them. It is easy. Security guard you saw on stage. He was the first person came out yelling. And I said, do you know what the verse say before that? He said, no, we, we talked for like three minutes. He got angry. We're all sinners, brother. We're all sinners. And then he walked back in uh, 30 seconds after he walked back in. A black dude that was on the camera came out. He got angry. He talked about so like seriously. Everybody agrees with me, right? This dude needs to take a dick if he hasn't already. To him, he got angry. He walked away. It will. It will make him feel so much better. Drop the repression, dude. Dick is yummy. Dick is yummy. He walked up yelling. He didn't even see what happened. He just walked. I I try to have some every Pride Month at least. Just walked up yelling and then admitted he didn't see what happened beforehand. 
He just walked up yelling. He had some built up anger towards me. You know how people. Do. I'll let it. I'll let him suck me if he if it, if it will if it will get him all the like bashing. And by the, the way, the, uh, the LGBTQ community all the time, God, making this dumbass rap songs. Apply, apply your talent to something else, dude. Then police started coming. It got, it got crazy. But you know. So a lot of people were asking. Um, first of all, let me say this. So I told Sunni because when I saw the video, I was just like. So that's that's all that. The truth will set you free. They're just yapping like he's upset that there was a gay man at the little Republican party he went to. Whereas let me let me let me tell you what churches what's going on in the churches right now cuz I I'm, I'm going to throw a story at you that's going to be no fucking surprise. Mega church leader jailed for child sex abuse by Luz del Mundo. Mega church leader jailed for child sex abuse. Nissan Joaquin uh, Garcia, the leader of the La Luz del Mundo mega church, has been sentenced in a Los Angeles court to six years and eight months in prison. Because of course he has. Garcia, 53, pleaded guilty last week to three counts of sexually abusing girls from his congregation. His plea deal means his sentence is considerably shorter than the life imprisonment he would have faced if he had been found guilty at trial. God damn it. Hopefully he dies in prison. Just saying. To his followers, Nason Joaquin Garcia is known as the Apostle, a fundamentalist Christian organization, because of course it is, La Luz del Mundo, meaning the light of the world in Spanish, was founded in Mexico in 1926 by Nason Joaquin Garcia's grandfather, uh, Esbio Joaquin Gonzalez. Church's influence has spread in recent years and is strong in parts of California that have large Hispanic populations, which Garcia often visited. Arrested in Los Angeles airport in 2019, along with two of his female followers as they arrived by private jet. Oh my God, look at the size of that goddamn church. Yeah, Bryson. Yeah, Bryson. Yeah, talk about talk about like the gay guys. That's that's the problem in the world. Not these mega church fucks that are out here raping kids. Jesus Christ. Garcia had been facing 19 charges, but on Friday, three days before his trial was due to start, he pleaded guilty to two counts of forcible oral copulation involving minors and one count of lewd act upon a child who was 15 years old. The unexpected plea deal means that his trial has been dropped and the church leader will not face other charges, including raping and trafficking girls from his congregation. I don't know. I don't know if I'm okay with that plea deal. I mean, I don't know what the what the victims said, what the families of the victims said, but like, there's your church for you. Hey, Bryson, dancing in the street for Pride Month really that big of an issue, or is that or is that a big issue? It's in your fucking religion. I get upset that you come after fucking my community. 
nonsense allegations that we're defiling the country. People on your side, when the people on your side, literal pedophiles. Yeah, 9 out of 10 prosecutors overcharge the fuck out of people. I don't, I don't know, like, perhaps they thought, like, maybe he will die in jail, like, this is, like, we can get it out of the way, we not, not have to put children through the trial, the victims through the trial, I, we don't know the inner workings, we don't, we don't know, like, if the families are upset by this, then I am totally against it, but if all the families are, like, cool, this is what we want, we took a vote on it or whatever, Yada, yada, yada. I'm down with it. Gonna hit the content warning for this one. We have a shooting in New York. We got some video. Brazen NYC daytime shooting caught on camera. Of course, they only released uh, a few seconds of it. You just pulling out a gun on the on the sidewalk here. He definitely has a gun. He beefing with somebody. Damn, this is like Grand Theft Auto just stopping in the middle of the fucking street. Damn! Damn! That was wild! I want to see it again. Like, fucking this. So I, I assume they've already got the other dude in custody. So, because guy, guy with the hoodie here, he's definitely like, hey, you want some beef? You want some beef? And he's reaching for a gun himself. He kind of retreats. Other dude is. Did he go back and get a gun? God damn it, stop going ahead. So it looked like it looked like he checked his waistband for his gun and his gun wasn't in his waistband. Did you guys see that? And then he had to go back to his car. It's like, oh shit, my gun fell out. Am I am I smoking crack here? This motherfucker's like, you want some? You want some? Right here, he's looking for his gun. He's he's looking for his piece, and it's not on him. That's why he turns around, and then it cuts to the other guy. Like the, the like, if you're listening to the audio of this, there's like a reverse camera, and it cuts to the guy with the hoodie. And I think he's the guy in the hoodie still has a cigarette. He still has a cigarette in his hand. He is smoking as he is having a shootout on the streets of New York City. (laughs) And then, like, I assume we cut back after Waldo's shirt here has gone to his car and gotten his piece. Now he's properly equipped to to take on the dude. Would you? He doesn't actually. Man, for a guy that's already, it looks like he's already fired a shot at him. 
The dude doesn't really take cover. <laughs> it's it's a it's a it's an odd little exchange that happens. I would have like put my back up against the the fucking wall. None of that made sense. None of that made sense. NYPD is uh seeking a suspect. The incident happened in the city's Queensboro. The other individual involved, identified by police as 28-year-old Tenzin Norjao, is facing an attempted murder charge. Jesus! Investigators, I I don't think he I don't think he intended to kill him. I think he just wanted to, to just joss him a little bit. <laughs> oh Jesus! Norjial uh, suffered a gunshot wound to the right shoulder and was taken to a local hospital. A fucking Waldo shirt hit him in the fucking shoulder. In stable condition, stable condition, and placed under arrest. Well, well, well. Okay, so a few months back. We watched a shootout that I believe happened with two teens. I believe the police killed the boy. And now the girl, I believe this is in Florida. Because of course it was. Belusia deputies. Teen girl accused in shootout with the Belusia deputies. I believe is in Florida. At deputies a year ago was in court today for a pre-trial hearing. Nicole Jackson is now 15 years old and she says she wants to go to trial. West News' Claire Madge joins us live from the Justice Center. And Claire, we know prosecutors offer Jackson a plea deal. What does that entail? I am on the little girl's side. She had a shootout with the cops. Good on her. Builds character. I'm down with her. Free, free her. What I, I, I didn't catch what her name was. Yes, they did. Uh, 20 years in prison followed by 10 years probation. But so far, Nicole Jackson has rejected that offer. And yeah, good on her. Indicated she wants to go forward with a full jury trial. Yes, yes, Your Honor. Nicole Jackson's being represented by the Public Defender's Office, and her attorney asked the court for a continuance in her case, which was granted. But the now 15-year-old told the judge at this point she's not interested in a plea deal. I think taking a trial is like kind of better than just taking a plea deal or anything, so I kind of think this is my choice to do that. Jackson was 14 when prosecutors say she and a 12-year-old boy ran away from a children's home and broke into an unoccupied house in Osteen June 1st last Oh yeah, we totally watched this video on the Troll Patrol. I remember this clearly wild-ass videos. Last year. The pair allegedly armed themselves with guns they found and fired at responding sheriff's deputies. Jackson was wounded in return fire but has since recovered and is charged with attempted murder of a law enforcement officer as an adult. So, Ms. Jackson, do you understand that? Yes, I do. The judge repeatedly asked again if she understood if convicted by a jury at trial, she could face... Yeah, I think so. I, I, I think that they were on the run life in prison which would mean the rest of your natural life 
would be served in prison. Do you understand that? Yes, Your Honor. I don't think any jury would give a 15-year-old child life in prison. Jean Bailey of DeLand has taken an interest in Nicole Jackson, has been corresponding... She, she's already a troubled child. Bailey thinks yes, thank you, thank you, Bailey. ...documented mental health issues and supports Jackson's effort to take her chances with a jury. I think that, one, she's oh. overcharged. And I think that she has a better chance at trial with normal people like you and me. Now, the judge in this case, Elizabeth Blackburn, encouraged Nicole Jackson to really talk all of this over with her attorney and consider what is at stake. The judge set another pretrial for July 6th. And if Jackson indicates she still wants to go forward with a jury, then a trial date could be set then. Poor girl. I, I do not think she has, I don't, I don't think she should be in jail. They're like, no, no, no. I, I would, I would hope they're holding her in a juvenile facility right now. She was clearly troubled from the start. She didn't, she didn't have a home. She was in some kind of a group home. She's 15. Exactly. Bullshit. I hate I hate our justice system. I mean, there's a lot uh, there's a lot of things that I like about our justice system. There's a lot of things I dislike. Major Russian radio station was hacked. Started broadcasting Ukraine's national anthem and anti-war songs. Major Russian radio station was hacked and started broadcasting Ukrainian anthems and anti-war songs on Wednesday. The lunchtime news bulletin on Commerçant FM, the radio offshoot of the Commerçant newspaper, roughly cut off by the Ukrainian military anthem, Oh, the Red uh, Vibernium. I fucked that word up too. Vibernium. The Meadow. BBC monitoring reporter Francis Scar reported. Alex Verobov. I fucked his name up too. The editor-in-chief of the Commerçant FM confirmed that the state-run TASS news agency that the online stream had been hacked on Wednesday. Oh, do we have it? We have, we have audio of it. Well, that's fun. Good shit. Good shit. All right. I think I've newsed you guys enough for tonight. I'm sorry if any of you missed uh, Sheila E. That was awesome. Go back and go back and watch some of the Americas and Sheila E. do. Come together, like I, I wish you'd done more. Like I wanted, I wanted more Sheila. E. Here's here's a pity that really likes to swim. Oh God, it is so excited! Damn, the dodo. So I gotta, I gotta take it down. Probably doesn't matter in this video. I'm probably going to take the whole video down anyway. I've newsed you guys enough for tonight. It's time for you to like... Go to the now space.
intellectual dollar tree going on. But yeah, we got HK, producer Dave, and you get Brett Weinstein. Oh, it's like it's it's all it's all the makings of a classic episode of the Intellectual Dollar Tree on Echoplex Media. If you're watching on Twitch, that is a cute fucking pity. I'm sorry, I'm, I'm dubbing you with Weinstein because that's. That's what's happening over there on the Echoplex Media. That's an adorable fucking pit bull. Pity loves to go swimming. Alright, I will see you guys tomorrow night. We're probably going to come on 15, 20, 30 minutes early. The, the fireworks in the house start... 8 p.m. Eastern Time. The January 6th committee hearings. Gonna be a lot of fun. Go say hi to producer Dave and HK. Light one up, tip one back. It's alright to have a little fun before we hit the sack. I'm Justin Freakin'. We'll see you tomorrow night on the Troll Patrol. Live!